The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident dark knight detective. It's Oz. Okay, I'm ready to talk about Preacher. <laughs> Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hey. <laughs> and as for myself, <laughs> my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking to you all about Jupiter's Legacy uh, television show. We're going to be talking to you all about uh, the Invincible television show, and we're going to be talking to you all about the DC animated movie, Justice Society, World War II. So we got all that going on, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. Uh, but before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this uh, entire show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. Hope you're doing well. Uh, and uh, we want to make sure that we let you know how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum. So let's go ahead and do that now. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern, for your amazing work. Appreciate you. So, um... Yeah, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, like we mentioned before, uh, you can go ahead and do that in all the aforementioned ways. Uh, we will take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as insert witty chat comment here, Jay. Uh, Hydrophon chat says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? What do you think of the trailer for Venom? Will there be carnage? What, what, what do we think of the... Venom sequel trailer, Venom Let There Be Carnage. Can we just start real quick, Fantastic Forum, with the name? Jay, what do you think of the name Venom Let There Be Carnage? Um, I don't like it. That's fair. Look, that says that's exactly what I want. Oz, real quick, what do you think of it? I think it's it fits perfect. I like it. Gotcha. Moses Mag. What's it again, Oz? Tells you everything you need to know. Okay, got it. <laughs> Moses Magnum, what do you think? It's more like let there be yawns. No, jeez. <laughs> As for myself, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. I, I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm a, not a big fan of the name. Uh, 
that's what I was talking about specifically in this particular moment. Uh, I, I I don't have a problem with them putting Carnage in the title, but I feel like they could have done it better. Let let there be Carnage. What, what, I don't know. what do you want? Venom 2 Gooey Boogaloo? No, Maximum Carnage. Yeah, Ven- Venom, Maximum Carnage. I mean, that's yeah. a cheesy way to go, but I think it's the right way. Yeah. Wait, cheesy way to go versus let there be Carnage? Is not cheesy? No, that's just terrible. Oh, I think it's both. That's the messed up part. Like, at least, at least Maximum Carnage is cheesy. But you're like, no, like, if it's it's like, well, that's what the comic was, and the the term Maximum Carnage is kind of a cool term. It definitely has like a little bit of '90s nostalgia kind of thing going on with it. But it Wait, works. This movie isn't exactly Winter Soldier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel like, that. You know, like uh, it's not whatever you think is good. This movie isn't, and, and and I feel like there's definitely a part of this whole like them deciding not to go with like the comic book thing was a, a conscious decision of them like trying to not be like Marvel. Like I really feel like the people in like we're like in the world that's what the MCU guys do. We don't we're trying to differentiate ourselves, and it's kind of like okay, that's cool. You can differentiate, but. Don't do that. Don't let there be carnage. It's like, because I get it. They're like, well, they already took maximum carnage and they took absolute carnage already. And I think they actually did one more storyline that's like another carnage storyline that I can't even remember. So, all the, huh? Carnage, I say. Yeah. Oh, they did a bunch no. of carnage. No, but no, no. I'm just talking about like that you would actually use in a movie title. Like, you're not going to use Carnage USA. That's that would crazy. work. You think so? Venom Carnage USA would be a good title for a movie? Yeah. Why? Like, what does that even well, mean? It'd be a good title for this movie. Because it's a bad movie. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, I like, again, I like, I feel like somebody could have come up with a better title than Let There Be Carnage. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, what do you, what do you all think of the trailer itself? Uh, how about you, Oz? What do you think of the trailer itself? I, thought it was fine it looks like a movie i want to watch i enjoyed the first one i'll I'll probably enjoy this one i do miss the uh the bright red dufro on on uh what's homeboy's name cletus Cletus cassidy yeah what's the actor's name yeah woody harrelson like the the one he had at the end of venom one was just like so like bright and out there (laughs) when uh, when stan takes off that green thing and it's it it was Made me laugh just watching it. I, I wanted his carnage to actually have like a little bit of the curls. Too. <laughs> I love that. Uh, which which one of the South Park kids has that? Is it is it Kyle? Uh, whichever one has the green hat, the Jewish. Yes, yeah, Kyle. Yes, yeah, Kyle. It's so funny because it's like one of those things where it's like I know one of them has it, but they don't take their hats off. <laughs> they take their hats off so seldom. I didn't want to just assume it was Kyle. But I thought I was like I think it's Kyle, but I, I'm like I'm listening. I'm like, do his parents have red hair? But his mom does, right? His mom is a redhead. So yeah, yeah. Oh uh, Jay, what what you think of uh? What you well, actually? You know what? No, no. Let me go to Mo first. Mo, <laughs> yeah, Mo. What do you think of the 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 Venom trailer? Which I'm sure people can surmise what you thought, but you know, since you haven't quite said yet. Well, here the thing is, it's. They put too much emphasis in the trailer, at least, because I can't talk about the movie. I haven't seen it. But they put too much emphasis on the humor of Venom. 
and it's not something I like. I don't like the voice they use for the symbiote. Yeah, and I don't like the voice they they use. Like Tom Hardy's voice sucks. Like for a dude, yeah. that, a dude that played like a brawler and Bane and mm-hmm. all this, you got a shitty mm-hmm. voice. You I know? mean, is that what his voice sounds like all the time? I, that's his natural voice. Just you that's... know, not British accent. Oh, got it. Right, got it. Like, okay, yeah, I see. Yeah. That British accent can do wonders, though. I do like that toxins in it. Is toxin in it? Yeah, he's that police chief or detective he... guy. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, the guy from the Guy Ritchie movies. Okay, he's that's the character that's toxin, I believe. Does it? Okay, it doesn't say that in the trailer, though, right? It just that's you. No, okay, I'm hoping. Like, there's got to be. You're, you're hoping it's toxin. Yeah, like I mean, okay. we'll go all out, right? Hey, listen, I, 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 Jay, <laughs> what's your take? Um, I feel like Mo has a point with the comedy. Like, it yeah. opens up with the scene of them cooking. Oh, dude, I was, I was like, out right from that moment. Like. I don't want to watch this movie. No, absolutely. Look, I felt 100% like you did, Jay, where I was, I saw Venom making eggs and stuff and waffles, and I was like, this is some bull. Like, <laughs> so terrible. And then they show Carnage, and he's not even really red. Like, <laughs> black with like, red highlights, or like dark, like, Carnage is red. He's, re- he's red with black veins, like how Venom is black with white veins. Right, no, Venom is not black yeah. with white veins. In the movies, he is. Well, that's yeah. in the first movie because they couldn't have the spider symbol because there's no Spider-Man. So they just made like white See, veins. Look, Somebody jizzed all over his chest. I don't, look how how people can profess profess to be Venom fans and like that movie. I don't even understand it. Like, well, you know, you understand. He, there was no Spider-Man, so he couldn't use the spider symbol yet. It's like, what? Like, yeah. like this is all the things wrong with the Venom movie, no, the first one. And I, the I, messed I, up I, part is the, the first Venom movie, based on this trailer for the second one, looks like it's going to be a masterpiece in comparison to me. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I never thought I would see anything Venom-related that would make me be like, you know what? We should just go back to the first one because that, I, you know, that's a much better movie than what we're about to get. Tiger Claw in chat says that it's also going to feature Shriek, Shriek, Shrike. Shriek. Uh, I've also I've also seen reports that Toxin is in it too. Yeah, Mo didn't mention that uh, while you were away. So I, I listen. I, I personally like. Wait, go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Do we need Shriek? Listen, you don't need Shriek or Toxin. Well, oh, you need Carnage. Don't get me wrong. I love Shriek. Like, right? I think she's amazing. Like for what she is, like I think she's amazing. If but, they called it Maximum Carnage, then Shriek should be in it. No. Well, I mean, no. yeah, I like I, I don't think she should be in this movie. Like I, I like her. I, I love her in the comics. Like the role she played was awesome. But I don't think the movie is going to be good, and I don't think... Like, what exactly do you do with Shriek in the movie where it's just Venom? It's like, basically, it's just 
Carnage and Shriek kicking Venom's ass for like an hour and a half. I'm okay with that. But they're Listen. not going to do it. They're going to have him prevail, which he should not be able to do against the two of them. That's true. Like he's not smart enough. But that's like not even the most like easy thing that's wrong with this movie. <laughs> like, like they they could do that. He could prevail and it'd be fine because this is that movie. And like Pandalicious says right here, I feel like the movie Upgrade is a better Venom movie than what we got. <laughs> and lots of people have brought that up. up. I think we said that. I think we had a whole show about Upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Like, lots of people have said it. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, Upgrade is yeah. so good. Like, And that hasn't gotten a sequel. That dude should have got a reward. Like, I believe that his head was detached from his body. Listen. Around. I, I'll say this right now. Like, people act like a carnage. Like, in the same way that it doesn't make sense to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man involved in any way, shape, or form, is the same way it doesn't make sense to make a movie, a, a, a Venom movie with Carnage in it without Spider-Man involved in any way, shape, or form. Where what? It's like, why but? What's the but? You, you say Spider-Man's not involved, but it is in the Spider, in a Spider-Verse universe. I don't know what that means. Uh, people, people are like just jerking themselves off because when the when the guy opens the Daily Bugle, it's the same logo that they're using the Raimiverse movies. Yeah. So people are expecting Maguire to show up and flip. Listen, if, if, if there was a spider crawling on the desk too. Oh wow! Spiders exist in that universe. Oh, that's connect- crazy. I don't see why they would, because Venom has nothing to do with a spider. <laughs> You don't you don't know why, why spiders would exist in that it, it's universe. It's almost as bad as like the the logo being a dragon. Like it's really a dragon, not a spider. It just looks to us human. It's a dragon on Canole's planet. You know, like that, because that's, that's just, it's just as dumb. I mean, he is Listen, like the god of symbiotes, right? I I don't I don't have a problem with the 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 symbol interpretation in the comics. It's like, it's not like S means hope on Krypton. I see. I don't think that I have a problem with that either, though. Oh, all right then. Yeah, then at least he, at least he explained that right. Like it's it's like a flowing river, and it just happens to be in that. You know, like we see it like an S. You know what I'm saying? Like trust me, I, I don't. But either anyway, what I'm saying is this: is why like Spider Man's not gonna be in this movie, and what makes it like the the thing that made Carnage like really amazing and cool outside of the character itself because the idea of a serial killer with a symbiote was a cool concept but really what sells the whole thing is like you know venom had a code and venom was really just trying to get spider-man right now you got this guy out here that has no code and he's running amok and the part of it that made it like oh this is crazy is venom has to team up with Spider-Man to fight this other guy. And that was the thing that made Carnage like, whoa, like this is like, you know, it at the time, that was mind-blowing. It was a long time ago. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the time, yeah, like, you know, obviously we have a whole like that was when Venom wasn't quite at the point now where you're like, oh, Venom, of course, like I guess people think Venom's a good guy from the start. Okay, fine. Hey, I, I'm not here to tell you all how to 
like or not like Venom, I'm just telling you that the story they're going to come up with for this thing is going to be lame. And, you know, I will say I, I didn't have a huge problem uh, or as huge of a problem as Jay did with the way Carnage looks, even though, like, I think Carnage looks way better than Venom did. And, you know, but that's not saying much. It's a low bar to, to pass, so. Hector Chat says, this comic was giving me more white hairs on, in my goatee. And I hope he doesn't mean, like, the spider veins on Venom. <laughs> that's what it is. Although, that's if that's it. what you're into, that's what you're into. Okay, who am I to judge? If they wanted to make uh, a Venom solo film, they probably should have made, like, an Age of Venom movie and just let all the Spider-Man stuff happen off screen. And I think that's kind of Marvel's reasoning behind this whole King and Black stuff and all that because they're doing their thing and it's like, well, you know what? Let's just do our thing if we can get it somewhat removed to the point where we can actually do our own eventually maybe and you don't even have to think about that movie. You know what I mean? Maybe, but you're, you're thinking like if Marvel made like brought Venom into the MCU, you're thinking... It would be like removed from Spider-Man and all that. They would just start at a different point. No, no, it'll be removed from the Sony one. Like if they somehow get the right yeah. or something, and it, because of everything they've done with the 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 King in Black and all that, Canal, uh -huh. like mm -hmm. it's gonna. They have so much to work with that they don't even have to like touch on Spider-Man right off the bat. They can give you a prequel before Spider-Man even gets the symbiote, or or even skip it all together because there's enough lore now that you don't need Spider-Man. You know. Wow, I don't like. I don't like go it. But go that, ahead, Oz. That's it. Looks like that. It's almost like sorry. It's almost like when they told people, you know, stop doing commissions of Fantastic Four, and they don't feature Fantastic mm -hmm. Four. You know, it, this is the opposite. They're giving you all this other cool Venom shit that <laughs> is way even the crappy shit is leagues better than these fucking movies. Oh well, I would agree with that. But I will say that you know I, I'm a little baffled by how much everyone loves like all the the new symbiote stuff like i i've i've read well i i didn't read all of like the current venom series i read some of it and uh you know i didn't i didn't find it that amazing to me it didn't appeal to, it didn't appeal to me in in that way um and i read king and black and you know it was all right it it wasn't a bad story it just it didn't like floor me where I'm like, oh man, like, you know, especially considering like, you know, Donny Cates and like how, how much praise he gets as a writer. I'm like, man, like, you know what, this story didn't knock me off my feet in any way, shape or form. So I'm like, it, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know what, like it, it, everything's not for everybody. So I just, I'm just assuming that's the thing. Uh, uh, real quick, Tiger mm -hmm. chat says, is a streak like Carnage's love interest? No. And yes, yes, she is. Um, Listen, the, uh, Tiger well, Claw is Wikipedia. But, but <laughs> the it, thing it, about Shriek okay. is she she is in love with Cassidy, Carnage. Uh, she's a psychopath, and she basically her she can emit sound waves, which are lethal to Venom, which is why they made an interesting foil for Venom. Uh, and yeah, like that's basically, that's her deal. Yeah. 
But isn't she more in like in love with him than him with, than her? Him with her? No, they're both like equally. Yeah, like okay. basically they both get off on the fact that they love like killing. Right. Okay. Like so it's like a mutual like hey, you like killing as much as I do. Let's kill together. Um they should do get this the they should have gotten the chick from Natural Born Killers to be Shriek. And then that way it could have been like a reunion. She's too old. Dang, wait, why why is she too old if Woody Harrelson is like okay? Because he's a serial killer, like they're supposed to be old and white. I don't like why I don't understand. Like, why can't an older white woman be a psychopath? Nah, they're too maternal. I'll see. Look, you see, you see the the sexism and ageism. Yeah, whatever you would rear his ugly head. Rear his ugly head. You would mess up the most saying women aren't mass murderers by nature. No, the sexism was saying she's too old because she's a woman. And then no, because she's she's too old. In any case, we have a caller. Yes. El Hecht. Hi. Tell the people where you're calling from and what you want to talk about, buddy. I'm calling from the ageism capital of the world. Wow. Arizona. No taxes. <laughs> we don't wear we don't wear masks. We only tax the Mexicans. <laughs> and in southern Arizona, we only our only currency is tortillas. Well, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but delicious. Talk- that's all it is. Delicious. <laughs> talk to us, Hack. What did, did you see this Venom uh Let There Be Carnage trailer? Yeah. Silicon Carnage? Yeah, I saw it. Um Wait, what'd you what you call it? Silicon Carnage, because it's a better name. Chili con Carnage is in fact a better name. No, Venom. <laughs> if if the movie was called Chili, if the Venom, if the movie was called Venom, Chili Con Carnage, I I would be like, I like just because they called it that, I think I have to go see it. Like you know, like right now, I mean, I'm still gonna go watch it, obviously, but I yeah, wouldn't but necessarily. I would. I do feel compelled. Like if I'm like, if I decide tomorrow that I'm gonna not not watch it, I I don't. You couldn't convince me different, but Chili Con Carnage, I'd be like, damn. That's a title. Most, <laughs> it would be the most Latino thing in Marvel. So. Well, you, you'd have to have George Lopez be Carnage or something. Oh, man. Can you imagine? That'd be awesome. <laughs> or he could be Toxin. He'll be that detective that becomes Toxin. You need, like, Don Leguizamo. Don Leguizamo would be an amazing Carnage. I, I think you're right. He, he was Jay the Wood. one that was carrying Spawn when he was the clown. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? What'd you say, Jay? No, that's what I was saying. You're saying John Leguizamo? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Oh wow. Okay. What were you gonna say, Oz? Taz Toxin could be Paul Rodriguez. Do I cry going? No, that's Carlos Mencia. Yeah. They look the same to me. Oh jeez. They both look like you actually. <laughs> That's hilarious. Got him. <laughs> Wait, so is all this happening with Tom Hardy as Venom still? Or did, is he getting recast by Latino as well? He'll just change his name to Tomas Hardy. 
he'll do his, <laughs> Thomas. He'll do his <laughs> Bane accent again. Yeah, you good. give him the Bane accent. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. The messed up like, part is, I think I would prefer him to be talking like Bane than his voice in the trailer. You're right. I, like, in a week, somebody will redub that trailer with a Bane voice. For, for Venom. Man. I hope that happens. I hope so, too, because that would make it watchable. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I never saw so, the first one, so... The the trailer was entertaining to me, and that's all I'm going to see of it. Listen, based, based on what I saw of that trailer for the second one, it doesn't feel like you need to watch the first one to watch this movie. Like, it feels yeah, that, like the tone is completely different. Venom the symbiote is a homemaker, and, you know, that's all you need to know. And they retconned the relationship between him and Mrs. Chan. I, oh, because why? Because they were like friendly and stuff, and now they're all like aggressive towards each other. No, they're still friendly. I don't yeah, know. No, it's the symbiote that's not a fan of her. Yeah, he's maybe. the because he wanted chocolate. I mean, other than that, he's like speaking Chinese or something to her, right? Like, what the hell does he say? Chili con carnage. <laughs> Chili con carnage. This is yeah. This is yeah. like I, I blame I, I, I blame Baby Group for this. Like Carn, I mean uh, Venom wouldn't act like that if it wasn't for Baby Group. Yeah. <laughs> it's always James Gunn's fault. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just calling it like I see it. So anyway, do you think he's going to be adult Group in the next uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or in Love and Thunder? Because I guess they're going to be in that too, right? Or in wait, you know what? Love and Thunder. The phone. Yeah, I guess they will be in that, huh? Yeah, at least um, at least uh, Space Lord, he's in it. Space Lord, <laughs> you know, you know his name. Stop! Don't don't hate. It's like you like you know you know me like I I, I actually really dislike the I, Guardians movies and I still don't hate that. Like, you know? <laughs> I, just, like, I, mean, I really like Chris Pratt. I just, you know. I know you do. Uh, listen, I. Hey, we might get an adult group in the Christmas special. Um, Christmas special? Real quick, in chat, yeah. Alicia says, so I want to say, yeah, so I kind of want to say older women can be psychos and serial killers. Eileen Warnos was 46 when she was a serial killer. Right, there's always exceptions to the rules. No, and I wasn't saying they can't do that. I was just going with what Larry was trying to say where I'm talking about Fuck, I forget her name. But the girl from Natural Born Killers. Uh, Julia, oh, I don't know Julia her name. Angel. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Juliet Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Lewis. Too old to play Shriek. The end. Uh, Lawrence is just perpetuating the Hollywood stereotype of... Uh, Lawrence doesn't even remember the last thing he saw Juliet Lewis in. No, why do I have to remember the last thing I saw her in? totally different now. Like, you would not want her anywhere near any of your comic book characters right now. Still Listen. love lady. Still looks good in her own right. She is an odd-looking woman. <laughs> Dang, that's not right. Hey, you might be you you might be correct, but that's not right. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> correct. Like I saw her in the one of these like murder mystery shows, and I was like, ah man. I mean, she's 
killed it. Amazing in it. But she doesn't look like herself. Oh, wow. I mean, she uh, looks like she could be a, a, a symbiote. Look, she looks oh. like she could be an older white woman serial killer, but not Shriek. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know what Shriek looks like without the symbiote on. Like, and I don't feel like anybody else does either. Like, nobody's looking at like they they know what the symbiote looks like. Like, I can tell you exactly what the symbiote looks like. Wait, Shriek. Like the woman, like the host. I don't know what the that person looks like. She was in Maximum Carnage, right? Like before. Yeah. She, she didn't have a, a symbiote all the time in that. Wait, was that was was she? Shriek was is she a punk rock looking chick with that's with the doppelganger as a pet. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking about whatchamacallit. What's that symbiote's name? I know the one you're talking about, but yeah, I'm thinking about that's who I was thinking about. Damn, you know what? What's Shriek look like? I don't even remember. She looks like the girl in this movie. I I would like to change my answer. Uh, I totally believe Juliet Lewis would kill people. And look, <laughs> this, this no, no, perfect casting. Make her a serial killer. I, even if it's not, the, find a movie where she's a serial killer. I want to see that movie. I, I, my apologies. I forgot what she looked like. But that the thing is, that's not what she looks like. That that is probably like ten years old. That's not what she looks like. Oh, I remember. I remember Shrieking. Oh, dude. Shriek has a look. They if they make her look like in the comic, she's what you call it. She she has all that makeup. It'll be fine. Yeah, I guess. I, I like. I actually like the casting choice for Shriek here. So uh, that that's why I'm defending it in the weird way. What? Who? Who would they cast? I just saw her in that little like two frames or whatever. I don't know who it is. She looks like a messed up Domino. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the '90s. Yeah, and 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 this design right here is actually—I don't think that's the old school, like the '90s design either. Uh, you know what? That's a good question. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't the, remember. It's more like leather jackety looking costume. I don't think it's. I think it's. It, it's isn't it more like a bustier or something? I don't know. I, I mean, with the fishnets and shit. The messed up part is I was not thinking about that character at all. I was thinking, you know who I was thinking about? I was thinking about Scream. That's what I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah, Shriek, Scream, you're close. Right, exactly, right. That's who I was thinking about. I was thinking about the Carnage's children. I I forgot yeah. that Shriek is, is yeah, I, I don't, like that character doesn't hold that kind of weight with me. Like I, I, I'm assuming she must have come back at some other points. In the whole, you know, Marvel mythos, but yeah, nah. Maximum nah. Carnage, one and done. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sh that's definitely the high point. I know that <laughs> Maximum Carnage is definitely the high point. I'm sure, like, that's like she's probably ending up being one of those characters where somebody's like, "Hey, so I need to kill somebody. <laughs> Who can I kill?" And they're like, "Oh, here's the kill list. You can kill any of these characters. No one, <laughs> you know." Shrieks probably was on that list, and I'm sure she's been resurrected in some way, shape, or form at, at this point. But was Shriek? How did Shriek get her powers? Do you even remember, Jay? No, I don't. I'm mad. Is she in an animated joint there? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
And they look, they that's gave her flesh colored pants. Yeah, that's a way more conservative costume. Yeah, super. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we should start talking yeah, about <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. We should start talking about so, like, we, we got a lot of shows to talk about today, so we should start talking about them. Uh, heck, you, you gonna hang out with us and talk about Invincible and or Jupiter's Legacy and or uh, Justice Society World War Two? I, I don't know any anything that's going on with any of those. Sheesh, you have oh okay, yeah. that's fair, dude. I've been, I have no time. I have like I, I'm, I still have to finish Death Metal. I, I did the first issue and then work. you don't have to finish that. I, I, I have to. I I'm have not to. mad at Hecht. Like I, I actually, I am actually intending on finishing Death Metal as well. But Death yeah. Metal's hard because <laughs> so so was the creative team. They were intending on finishing it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's hard because you know how DC does their their uh, crossover events where they put all the like they put key story points in like all these other random books. Yeah, and, and so you like you, that, you, gotta, you you gotta look in an obscure website to find the reading order. Right, exactly. order that's completely different. Especially right. Death Metal had a lot of weird random one-shots. Yeah. Then they didn't all come out in order either. No. And that's the messed up part where it's like literally like you if you go from Death Metal like five to six, you're lost. You have because no idea what's going on. Key <laughs> things a, happened in in between that were in random issues and not even like say like oh well obviously if you just read superman because like superman's in there or if you just read one woman one you know it's like no no it's like friggin multiversities and death metal you know dark knights death metal multiversities and number one what <laughs> like, like what, what is that so how's anybody gonna know to read that i, I love how larry's like we got to get to a lot of shows and then yeah. it goes on the top. But let me start on Captain Carrot. <laughs> Cap Captain Carrot is the only one shot that did not have a death metal tie-in, but he's he is in the book though. No, he is in the book. If you didn't read that issue with him in it, you, you miss him. No. <laughs> it turns out there's gonna be a comic in about two years that's gonna go back to that and tie it into death metal. So God. Anyway. That's DC. There you go. That Thanks is that is in fact DC. <laughs> <laughs> like I love how we just blame all these corporations. Damn you, AT and T. Damn you, Disney. No. <laughs> big box. Fucking mouse. <laughs> when when I said damn you, Disney, it's like I felt I felt something try to come up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurt. Yeah, mouse over there. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> the, mouse, the mouse is hitting the button that's activating his collar, so it's inside. Bolting on the inside. Yeah, I'm like, oh, the bile. All right, you all want to start um, with Invincible? Um, I'd rather start with Jupiter, but it's up to you guys. I'm down to start with Jupiter. You want to start with Jupiter's legacy? Yeah. All right, cool. So, um, Jupiter's Legacy, the Netflix series, uh, 
basically is the story of Sheldon Sampson, a.k.a. the Utopian, uh, and his team of superheroes called the Union. Uh, they all got their powers in the 1930s, and the story basically revolves around the Utopian uh, dealing with the fact that the next generation of heroes, including his own children, are not uh, down with his superhero code and finding it antiquated. So the series is on Netflix. Of course, it's based on the comic book by Mark Millar and uh, Frank Quietly. And it is on Netflix. So it, it all came out at once. Uh, what is it? Eight episodes? Yeah. Something like that. The first, the first part is eight episodes. Yeah. The first, right, see, season one. Yes, is eight is eight episodes, or or is it like it is season one, right? It's not like they're like season one part one, season one part two, right? It's season one part one and two. I think it's gonna the rest is gonna come out in like six months. Are you serious? Yeah, they do that a lot. What on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing with Lucifer. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. It's nothing new for for Netflix. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I mean, I know that. Like, I guess. I know that they did it for um, like that happened with like Sabrina, right? Mm -hmm. But I, what other series do they, have they done that with? Like I don't even Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, well, but that hasn't come out, right? And Fuller House. Well, um, oh. the, the second yeah. half didn't come out. The first half already did. Oh, okay, okay. So listen, I didn't realize that because it doesn't do it for any of the shows I watch except for Sabrina. Well, I, I didn't know. I think a lot of it is uh, pandemic related. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. I really started noticing it more, unless they did it before. Pandemic related, but also the actual story arc is it's like a halfway point. Think of it like your winter break on network television. Mm -hmm. So the season, the full season story arc isn't finished, even though a mini arc is. And yeah. that, that's kind of how they break things up. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, fellas, like, give me a little, like, give me a, a, a solid, a, a, a solid, like, short take on what you all thought of Jupiter's legacy. Um, you know, and then we'll, we'll dig deeper into it afterwards. Jay, let, let's start with you, man. Just, you know, like, 20, 20, 20 seconds. What did you think of Jupiter's legacy? Uh, it's a live action show on Netflix that I did not watch because I don't have Netflix. <laughs> That's fair. It looked like the effects look really bad, but you know, all this in the show. Is it, is it worse than like syndicated 90s superhero show? Wait till we do the round robin. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Heck, we'll get there. Uh, uh, Oz, are you are you ready, Oz? I really like this show. It feels like two shows because it does that. Half of it takes place in the past to give you an origin, and the other half is in the present to see where these characters are now. And the in the present stuff is kind of just feels a little bit of basic superheroing TV show, but the the stuff in the past, man, I'm really like it. Like I want that show. Give me that show of them in in the 30s. I only saw the first three episodes. 
I didn't have a chance read, to read, read, read fucking comics. <laughs> well, we're talking about the show, right? But uh, look, I'll get to, I'll get it to it in my thirty seconds. See, you know, mess, you know, messed up Oz's flow. <laughs> <laughs> Go 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 ahead, Moses. What what did you think of Jupiter's legacy? I don't get you. Okay. If oh, you, oh, you can finish Oz. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, no, I'm no, 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 you know what? I'm just gonna drink my beer. You That's you my know, bad. Now you know how your wife feels. Whoa, dang. What is what is going on with this show? Jesus. <laughs> go ahead, finish. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> That's that's super inside choke. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, look, if you didn't watch it, and you, you know the trailers would kind of mislead you into thinking the effects are bad. It, it's actually a lot of it is conversational, so you don't need the effects, and it does a really good job. It actually, it's not like the comic, and that's kind of what makes it good in this case. In because if they try to make it like the comic you'd be missing some things, including the flashback shit, too. You know, <laughs> like, because that's all Jupiter Circle shit, so... Yeah. It, it, you know, if you read... Which... But the thing is, it's Mark Millar, so what the fuck do you expect? He sold these rights before the comic was even finished. I think Jupiter Circle's not even finished yet. Yeah, it's not. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> even if, it's, if you don't like it, because not like the comics, guess what? You're not getting the fucking comics. <laughs> Oh man, I will say um, Jupiter's Legacy, the television show, is a little bit of a mixed bag for me. Uh, from a story perspective, it's actually really good. Um, and and like Moses mentioned, it 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 definitely does things differently than it does in the comics. And there are some parts or, or some points of that that uh, actually work better for it. Like the story is told in a in a way that might be more compelling for most people than what you read in the comic books. Uh, at the same time, uh, there are some some issues in regards to how it is that they choose to uh, bring these characters to life. And uh, I think my personal opinion in regards to effects falls somewhere in between Moses's and Jay's in the sense that I don't think that they're they're garbage by any means, but I think what does happen effects-wise is they're trying very hard to uh, differentiate themselves from all the other superhero uh, mass media that's out there or all the other superhero shows that are out there. So they, they're like, we don't want to do it the same way everybody else has done it. And some of those attempts are more successful than others. And so there are points in the show where I feel like the effects kind of Take me out of it a little bit, but overall, I enjoyed what I saw, and so uh, yeah, Jup Jupiter's Legacy is something that I think will be good for some, and maybe not as much for others. So, let's talk about it. Heck, it sounded like you had a question. What was it? If the effects were worse than the '90s syndicated superhero shows, then the answer to that question is no. <laughs> no, but right. but but Joe I will not, say Joe not oh. yes, but he didn't watch it. So, well, when I saw from, when I saw in the trailer, uh, the flying is like worse than the old '90s shows. 
Now, when, when we're talking about the old 90s superhero shows, we're talking about what, like Lois and Clark? Um, yeah, I, I think that yeah, works. That's coupled into it. I'm just saying, like, what other superhero shows were there in the 90s that actually had, like, actual superhero effects that were, like, flying and stuff like that? Like, what... Like was was there anything other than that, or I don't know. Like I don't I don't even remember. Like yeah, like what? Like because you you know me, I have a bad memory, so you literally would have to jog my memory to be like, oh, remember there was when this I say, show. When I say '90s syndicated shows, I'm talking about like I'm coupling everything in there, like Xena, uh, Hercules, fucking The Crow, that TV show that was oh. on for a little bit. Um, yeah, see, but okay, but like I feel like none of those shows have like like. I mean, they don't have any superhero flying. Like, they might have, like, creatures flying, maybe, right? But none of those people fly. And then, like... Yeah, like was, I, the, was the animated superhero era. <laughs> like, but then, no, there was, like, uh, what's, was, what's the joint uh, with that guy? What is it? Is it the cape? Yeah, the was hood? the cape. There the was, cape, okay. No, the cape. Thousands. Yeah. That's is the cape the two thousands? Yeah. No, yeah, it was like the right at the beginning. You're thinking of Nightman. Oh, m- maybe I. I don't I know. Man. I forgot about that one. That was, was awesome. Yeah, it was still two thousands. All those shows are in the two thousands. Nightman was ninety seven. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking, at, I'm looking right at it. it. It didn't come out of my head. I'm looking at it. <laughs> Look, because wait, so. So what? So what year was the cape? Was the cape literally like two thousand nine? Bullshit! No, I don't I, believe that. Two thousand nine? We were doing the Daily Shows from your kitchen when it came out. It not in two thousand nine. The yeah. cape was actually twenty eleven. Yeah. Jesus Christ! You see why this whiskey bottle's empty? <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wait, what? Oh my god. Okay. Well, damn. No, but Jay, I mean, are you sure you're not just being hard on it? No, I'm, I'm probably just being unnecessarily hard on it. Like, and and I, I'm, I'm gonna give you your points in the sense that the the super speed and sometimes the flying are a little off. Which is a weird thing, but again, I think it's literally they're like, it's it's a choice. Well, I, like, I feel talking about the flying. Like, there's one scene in the trailer where she's flying, the person's flying, and they come down for a landing, and it does not look great. It it definitely looks better than the '90s and 2000s. Mm-hmm. And just being a hater, but you know, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, it it's so it's a like I said it's it, they make some like weird choices like even like another part that I find strange is like some of the sound effects they use, and I feel like the sound effects they're like trying to like they're like okay we don't want it to sound like the typical superhero like bio blast or laser and so they use like a different sound, and some of those sounds like you know might work for people, but I know for me I was just kind of like that's not what that should sound like. What's up, they, 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 they... Wait, what'd you say, Jay? You do Zark? I mean, I don't know. I don't think Zark sounds like Zark in, in real life. Like, I think I think Zark is onomatopoeia in the same way, like, Bamf. Like, Bamf doesn't sound like Bamf in real life, right? Like, you know, 
it's it's in the same way like like a ribbit you know it, it's more Rib- of a poof in real life it's more of a what it's more of a poof no poof doesn't sound like poof yeah no pam in real life sounds more like a poof <laughs> like a, a, oh like a, like like the sound that poof sounds like and bamf bamf sounds like the actual sound that poof is supposed to represent is what you're i don't know where you heard poof all i hear you guys hear poof? All I hear is poof. <laughs> <laughs> is you're that most it's, it's all shit? Is that what you're not getting no, 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 it's just like when I think poof, I think of farting. Why? I don't know. Because it's a it's a it's it's a cloud of smoke or whatever coming out of where there's no fire. <laughs> what? So anytime there's smoke but no <laughs> fire, you think incredible. about you think about the farts? It's chili con carnage. Yeah. Yep. So when someone says be gone, you're thinking about farts. It's like when the sound effect is poof, like that's it. That's what I hear in my head. And that so doesn't like the, you don't spell that. What do you spell? Like what do you what? Look, we're not trying to figure out why what I hear. We're trying to decipher <laughs> what you Listen, you don't want to run it up, but we're all confused. We're like, wait, what? No, Never mind. It, it, Mo's out here. Mo's out here. See some dry ice. He's like, mm. yeah, that's <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah. oh that's funny, man. That's fair. But now, yeah. So, so the yeah, the the special effects, I think, are intentional, and there some of them are more successful than others. Like, I feel like the um, the mentalism aspect of it is interesting in fact like this show if i'm not mistaken and you all help me out here this show might be the first show that actually has like a physical like a visual manifestation for using mental powers mm-hmm. like i feel like all the other shows when somebody's using mental powers they like you know have someone like touch their head or something or they like like make a weird face, like you know, something, and and they might like do a close up on somebody, but they don't actually like. There's, it's not you know, in the comics, like when Professor X or or Jean Grey uses their mental powers, and there's like a manifestation that you see, like yeah. this this show does that, yeah. And I think it's the first superhero show that I can remember, at least, which is probably not a, a high bar to clear. I, I feel like I, I've seen this show does it better, but I feel like I've seen that where there's a, a mental battle and it it it's depicted as another scene going on as the character. No, but that's different though. Or like talking in a different place or fighting in a different place. I've yeah. definitely I've definitely seen mental battles where they're they're fighting each other yeah. in a space to represent their mental battle. Right, but that's a different thing. Like that's a that's definitely something that happens, and you're right. Like it's common, but and Jay's putting it up. That's what I'm talking about. Like there's this is literally a a physical, like a, a visual cue that's showing. Oh, they're using their mental powers. That's a visual and, representation of poof. <laughs> like, and so like, it's like this show. Like when the people that are psychic use their mental powers there's a visual representation and, and a, a noise like a sound and i i will say that you know personally like 
again, like the sound is, it's a little less successful for me. But at the same time, you don't have any kind of, or at least I don't remember a sound being associated with mental powers in a TV show either. Aquaman. Like it, no, yeah. come on, man. We talk, we, we talk to the to the fishes like a. So we're saying we're saying Aquaman's a fish psychic. I mean, yeah, he talks to the, he projects the, a psychic. It's a psychic projection to talk to the to the sea life. I don't. I don't know. It's an ability from his mind to command another creature. That's a psychic ability. No, I mean, I, I kind of like. I, I guess. I guess you're right. And in the Aquaman movie, do they do that? Do they? Yeah, I mean, they, I, do, they do. They do the rings coming out of him. And, and, and the, do they do the the super friends? Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, yeah, but it's more of a boom, boom, boom. It's not like a. <laughs> It's not like, like, like in, in the Super Friends, like like right. laser beamy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. So I I guess that counts. But yeah. at the same time, I've always thought of, I've, I've always talked about I've, I've always <laughs> like, I've always thought of Aquaman's like communication with 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 sea life as like not him like being like a fish psychic as much as he has a way to communicate with sea life that. Is specific, like it's almost like a dolphin, or you know, school of fish. Like they know which way to go. Yeah, like they're, they're communicating in a way that we don't understand as, as well. Yeah, we but, don't understand psychic powers. So yeah, that, that's no fit. I mean, okay, listen. Tell that to the people in MK Ultra. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, they have the visual manifestation and. They have the sound effect, and I—that was—I found that interesting because I'm like, like I said, I've never seen that before, and you know, frankly, it was one of these things where I'm like, oh, like I'm kind of used to that because because of being, a, I guess, more so than anything, being an X-Men fan. But also, I mean, there's also like other, like generally speaking, in comic books, that happens all the time. Like you see some sort of visual representation, whether you know, uh, I, like the the other place that I go to when I think about that is. Um, is a uh, Stormwatch, where you had like Battalion and his father that were both psychics, and you know they had like a visual representation when they used their powers, even though that happens a lot less frequent for Battalion. But you know, it's one of these things where it was like, okay, like this is interesting. Like I don't know that I've ever seen that. So usually it's just camera close-ups. <laughs> so yeah, but but I, I mean, how much of it did you get to see, Moses? Three episodes. Three episodes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look. They when we talk about the effects, like being a little hit or miss. But when you look at that dude, what's his uh, Black Star? Yeah. Like, you look at his effect, and it's like, man, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, we're talking about Invincible later. Like you see, sometimes the animation's shoddy, but because later in the episode they're putting all their resources to that scene. And that's yeah. kind of how, like, I don't think they did that here too much. I think part of it is style, and but they did yeah. they, when they when Black Star they have to show you Black Star, like that shit looks. I I don't I can't think of anything that's a practical effect that looks better in the modern age. Mm-hmm. Dude, wait, when when Black Star puts on these glasses, I laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
and yeah, but that's how you know the offender. It's right after the scene where this dude is yeah. dark side taking out the Justice yeah. League, and then yeah. he's there like, oh, oh, put on my, oh, I laughed so hard. Right, he got he got he got his granny bifocals, and that, that's where it's like you know it's not like the comic, but that's one of those things that feels like a Millar thing. And yeah. I know last week we talked about um, this, and, and I owe uh, Frank quietly mm-hmm. uh, somebody mentioned it on on instagram that i fucked up and said that that it was gary frank that drew jupiter's legacy and mm. uh, it wasn't it was it, you know it was uh frank quietly yes. so you know in text i said that's what i said frank quietly very frank quietly yeah <laughs> yeah but uh that that goes into my other point where part of the effects thing or, or I guess the casting but with the costumes like the the scene side the comic how they look in the comic and how they look in person I mean it, it you, there's very few things that do it this well in live action like even it's that true. like Chloe, how Chloe looks in the comic yeah. and, like, Joe it's like I didn't know people looked like Frank Quietly's art yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. like in the comic Right, and she looks kind of yeah. alien in, in, in the show, too. It, like, I, I do believe like a young Chloe. Like Juliet Lewis. Yeah, look, <laughs> Juliet Lewis could have played Chloe. <laughs> I, I do feel like Chloe was, uh, which is the, the daughter of the Utopian, was particularly well casted. And, uh, you know, I feel like the, the young lady that is bringing that character to life is doing, a, a, she does a really good job of uh encapsulating that character but but it's it's wild because as somebody that read the comic and you know like i've read like i i haven't been reading uh jupiter circle which is the latest nobody has the <laughs> the latest uh book latest series of book which which is actually like like moses mentioned or, or alluded to is is actually telling the story of how they got their powers, like what happened on this island, which is which is so wild because, like you mentioned, like the the show is like half modern superhero drama, and then the other half is basically lost, you know, like lost in like the nineteen thirties, and it's like I I found that very like interesting just because I'm like as a person that's read the comics and and like know or, or at least had an idea where the story might go when i messed around and saw this stuff and it's like i knew that jupiter circle is about them on this island but i was like oh they're giving us this story like right off the jump like where they're like you know at least delving deeper into that than you would have if you had stuck to like the comic reading order or whatnot you know and and i'm like which is kind of interesting because it's like i want to know that story but at the same time i do know that they're taking like enough liberties with the book in regards to how they deliver that story that i'm like as far as i know this might be completely different in the comic when i end up reading it versus as far as like the the um the origins of of the union like that might be completely different when i end up getting to read that book versus like you know, the story of the characters in the modern day, which I know some of those are different already because, you know, I read the comics. So I'm like, oh, 
this is this is interesting. Like I I don't know. Like there's like it, there's some parts of it that I'm a little disappointed because there's some scenes that I'm like, oh, I really wish it would be it would been cool to see this or see that. Right. But some of those scenes pop up still where I'm just like, you know, like the the scene where, where like you had mentioned how they fight um, Black Star, and there's a scene in the book that you do get that gets recreated in the in the show where you have like one of the heroes kind of sitting on the hill watching the battle from a distance. And he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm just here. I'm, I'm watching them go at it with this guy, you know, and he's like, he's, he's taking it to everybody, but you know, all I do is this. So I'm not going in there yet because you know, this was going to kill me if I go in there, you know, I'm not trying to get killed, <laughs> you know? And it's like, that scene is really interesting and indicative of like the tone of, of Jupiter's legacy where it's just like, nah, man, like I'm not putting myself out there. And, you know, these are supposed to be the superheroes of the day, but you know, some of them are kind of selfish and, and definitely they're not about, you know, what's, what's best for the group. And it's like, you know, I mean, obviously it, which is, is, yeah, it's an interesting take and the way they've decided to, to demonstrate that in the show is interesting. Yeah, so I really like um, some of these. A lot of a lot of what unfolds in the first three episodes. You know, you got your superhero action, but you mm -hmm. also have this character moments, these conversations. Mm -hmm. And I, I think twenty twenty one might be a year for good superhero shit. Uh, I don't know if the shit that happened in the last year or the two years prior, like, kind of led. To these kind of it's almost what like because you kind of get those moments kind of you get it in here in jupiter's legacy a little bit and you get it in invincible where the things that snyder wanted to do but failed in in man of steel where he's like they mom and are telling him like you can't save everyone or you know mm -hmm. you got that code or you know kind of guiding him as his like his conduit to humanity you know what mm -hmm. i mean and you know, in Invincible, and here you have these similar moments, and they're just executed so well. More so in Invincible than here, but mm -hmm. in here I only say not as good because it's not like the comics too much. So mm -hmm. to me, that gives it a knock. That's something new. But I mean, like I said, if we're going for the comic, look, you're never gonna get the ending of that. So you're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in, in fairness to Mark Millar, there has there's been like at least I think three series of, of of Jupiter's Legacy books that have come out before this has. And you're right, though, in the, the latest series is yeah. in the middle, and who knows, like, but, but you that's, know... That's the one that they're, like, giving you on in the TV show. Like, you know, we, we saw it with Kick-Ass, where, like, it was, like, yeah. like 45 to 45 minutes, then it just went in a whole other direction. It did, in fact, do that. That did he, happen. He sells, he sells the ideas. Once he announces a new comic, he sells the movie rights, and they just do whatever they want. Now, yeah. with this, I feel like they had more of a backbone mm -hmm. and of what they can do, but yeah. you know, what's but, going to go? And, we, you know, we'll, we'll see, like, how, uh, every, you know, Wanted was the same thing. It's totally different than the comic. Yeah, but but I guess, listen, I, like, I guess we could say, like, you know, we're, well, wait, wait, what came first, Wanted or, or Kick-Ass? Wanted. 
Okay, so so we're improving here, right? Like Wanted was nothing like the book. Right. Kick ass was like the book until a certain point, which he hadn't finished it yet. Yeah. And then they did whatever they wanted in the movie. Jupiter's yeah. legacy is not like the comic exactly, but in spirit, it has a lot of the DNA of what made that book good. And and again, like I was a little bit I guess shock's not the right word, but what I will say is I feel like Jupiter's legacy follows in the spirit of like the walking dead, like the early seasons where it was like, it kind of remixed some of the ideas from the, the comic, but did it in a way where it's like, it feels like the walking dead still. It feels like Jupiter's legacy still, but they're like, well, in this medium, we can tell you a story in a different way that, you know, you might be able to benefit from. And so, and, and I feel like, honestly, I feel like Jupiter's legacy is a lot more successful at that than the walking dead was even in the early seasons that were, you know, some of the better ones. Um, it's, it's interesting. Cause like, I think one of the key points is the relationship that um, the utopian has with his son, Brandon, like in the book, when you read the book, like both of his kids are basically washouts from the start. And it's like, you know, and that's like a one of those things where like the same kind of feeling that the utopian kind of has in the show where he's like, man, I just, I need my kids to do better. He was way more justified in that feeling in the comic because like both of them were like, basically just these kids with powers that were doing nothing with their lives of substance, at least from his perspective. And you could kind of, and, and, and you know, pretty much from anybody's perspective that's reading the book, unless, you know, you were like a drug addict that could actually just get by, you know, <laughs> it's like, and, and that's, that's the thing where it's like, you know, unless you were like a functional drug addict, you're probably not looking at these kids in the comic, like, oh yeah, they're doing good for themselves. You know, you know, and so, and so, but in, in the story here in the series, you're like, okay, you have Chloe and, and the way she acts in the comic and in the, in, in the show is pretty much the same, but then you have Brandon in the, in the story and he's like basically in his father's shadow and trying to like, kind of live up to that, live up to that ideal, but isn't quite halfway not sure how to do it halfway has some ideas of his own that he's just like well hey why couldn't it be different you know he's like he's trying to do what his dad's asking him to do but not quite there and his dad is like a little bit harder on him because of how he's afraid of what's happening with his sister and that makes that whole dynamic a lot more relatable from every end where you're like i can see where the utopian's coming from i can see where you know, the daughter is coming from where Chloe's coming from. I can see where Brandon's coming from and I can see where the mom's coming from. Like everybody kind of has like their own perspective and you're like, hey, you know, they, they they feel, I guess, more like a family that you know or, or your own family. You know what I mean? Because look, Lord knows we all have, like we all, you know, our families are all messed up, right? So, so, so it's like, you know, like I, I like, I was like, oh, this is like, a, it was a pleasant surprise because it feels more grounded than what's happening in the comic. Uh, Derek H. in chat says, you guys have got to get off this kick of movies slash TV, not exactly mimicking the books. They are different mediums with different people 
executing the vision. Isn't Millar involved with Jupiter's legacy? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I also love how, how Derek uh, H here is saying that now, the one time that we're accepting a series being different, <laughs> we're just giving you the differences because we know that you, the viewer, probably didn't read Jupiter's Legacy, the comic. And right. maybe, maybe would be willing to go give that guy some money. Listen, <laughs> yeah, we're doing no, it in the less hateful way, the least hateful way possible. Like, <laughs> nobody here has said don't watch Jupiter's Legacy because yeah. it's not a comic. Like, no, nobody's saying that. Like, in fact, I, I what I was trying to convey was that the story is better in the TV show than in the book. And I, I don't like. I know Derek probably missed that when I said that earlier, but I was hoping that that was still coming through in what I was saying just now, in the sense that it's like, yeah, like. They're doing it better. Derek and his drink. <laughs> like, but but here's the thing. Like every time I'm like, hey, it's not like the book. In my mind, I'm just like, they're making weird decisions that aren't better ones. And obviously, that's all a matter of opinion. But that's what you know. I get paid the big bucks to talk about. Is my opinion right? Okay, also, medium, the medium sized bucks. No. <laughs> also. I would want to mention that when it comes to like manga getting translated to anime, a lot of those are point for point and almost yeah. for word. Yeah. So it's not like there's no precedent for what we're talking about. No, dude, there's some amazing stuff that has been like very closely directly related to the original, like to the source material. And that brings us to our next topic. Well, we should rate Jupiter's legacy from what we saw, though. Let, let me let me ask you in this term. I don't have Netflix. Yeah. Right should yeah. I get Netflix for this show? No, you should get it for the Mitchells versus the Machines. I don't know what the hell that that, is. The, the animated joint is that good? Yeah. Everyone is saying it's amazing. I've only seen the trailer. Not like literally just you saying it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He says literally just you saying it's amazing. And me. Am I on mute? Am I on mute? Yeah, you're drunk. No, no, no you're back. You're back. We hear you. And, and I will say that it's high in the Netflix yeah. rating. That's like, right. In no, the it's high and drunk. So, Dude, like, <laughs> I, everyone, everyone that's like involved in animation, like almost everyone, like the big animation people, yeah, they go see this. Well, it's really. It's the dudes that did into the Spider Verse. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Matt Brayley, um, yeah. the creator of Amphibia, yeah, uh, the creator of uh, Gravity Falls, Alex Hirsch, yeah. like, you know, yeah. go see this. Um, there was even a gas station thing uh, where they made up a gas station to look like a set from the uh, from the show or movie. And people are like, yeah, we got to go there. Like, I don't even need gas. I just. Really? Oh, yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Okay, like, I, I saw it come up on my Netflix queue, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't look like something that I was like, oh, I got to watch that. You didn't watch the trailer? I mean, I watched, like, maybe, I don't know, like, the trailer's what? Like forty five seconds, I watched like maybe like twenty of it, and I was like, oh, "You don't know have time to watch a forty five second trailer? How big?" It's like, it's not that I'm not. Is that is that it didn't it didn't hold me? 
I, w- I wasn't watching it like, oh, Dude, man, I got to watch this. You lost your attention span on 45 seconds. He was too busy watching the other Lily. It, it's because the mouse was. wasn't there pushing him. In any case, yeah, everyone is saying it's amazing. Okay, I'll go, I'll go check it out then. I didn't I didn't realize it was being like lauded like say, that. Say the name I again. Five out of five just on the trailer. You're, say the name again, Joe. The Mitchells versus the Machines. <laughs> the, this one said I gave it five out of five just off the trailer. <laughs> the what versus the Machines? Mitchells. Mitchells. Mitchell. It's a last name. Mitchells. You don't know what name Mitchell? Like, hey, I don't know who's raging against what machines these days. Everybody, oh, look, we're all because they didn't look. Yeah, maybe that's a, for another heavy metal minute. But, but I will, I will say this: I, I, I'm on the fence, hecked in regards to like if you don't have Netflix right now, I don't like. If you have Netflix, you should definitely watch Jupiter's Legacy. If you don't have Netflix, should you like reactivate your Netflix account to watch Jupiter's Legacy? I don't know. If like, I'm on the fence. Like, there's a part of me that wants to say yes, but there's a part of me that's kind of like, oh, If no. you can get a free preview week or month, I don't know what Netflix does these days, but if you get that free, then I would just take the I, I, I think uh, Netflix, if you're going to have, like, just one service or two or three, I think Netflix is one of the ones to have. Yeah, no, definitely. Because that. at the price, even, like, they give you... Enough stuff that you're gonna enjoy, whether it's good or bad. Like you don't have that thing where there's things clouding your judgment because there's just so many, so much stuff comes out each week that you're gonna find something. And then listen, like, okay. Lars, did, did it hurt for you to say Netflix over Disney Plus? Who me? No, Who said Netflix over Disney Plus. You, because most of it, if you're gonna have one streaming service, Netflix the one, and you agreed. That's not what I said. No, 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 no. He said, he said, if you're gonna have like, if you have one, two, or three streaming services, Netflix should be one of those. And I, I yeah, absolutely. That that I agree with. Now, if you're only gonna have one streaming service, Netflix is is definitely one of the contenders. If you're only gonna have one, but I, you know, for me, yeah, I'm just happy. I, I, I would, if I would be picking Disney Plus just because. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the stuff like, I want to see is on Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus <laughs> doesn't give you as much as Netflix does for the. No, it doesn't. And I mean, you got Gilmore Girls. On oh Netflix. Jesus! You and <laughs> Gilmore on, Girls. <laughs> Listen, I will say this: uh, The Witcher yeah. is right around the corner. Yeah, the other if one. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna get Netflix for Witcher, like if Witcher, like I, I personally feel a Witcher is a good enough show. For you to get Netflix, if you're gonna watch, if you want to watch Witcher anyway, you should definitely like just get it like a little bit early and watch Jupiter's Legacy until Witcher what, comes. Midnight, what is it? What's the other one? Midnight Gospel. It's tight. There's a there's a ton of shit like <laughs> Midnight Gospel on there that you can't even see because the algorithms don't even put it to you because mm-hmm. you keep canceling your seri- your subscription after you watch Midnight Gospel. Hilarious. Is it uh <laughs> true? Is it new season of uh, Love, Death, and Robots too? That's coming, coming out. Like, yeah, that's like uh, Friday, right? Yeah, Friday, and then look, damn, I forgot to film that heavy, that fucking no deal. <laughs> um, anywho, but then there's also like the you know the people that brought you dark, they got another another yeah with them, so they're bringing another series that looks amazing, and all you see is just a bunch of people saying what's happening or where am I in like different languages. <laughs> 
in the open ocean. And it's like, and then when you see when you see the teaser picture, it's just like a samurai and a Victorian guy, and then like a, a revolutionary soldier. And they're all like, you see those accents, like they're lost at sea or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what's happening, goddamn. I think it's out of five. Sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so so I guess the answer, heck, is yeah, get Netflix and watch Jupiter's Legacy. And you're gonna, even if you don't watch Jupiter's Legacy, apparently you're going to have like six other things that you should have been watching already. Like, for, for, you know, what you become on there, right? Uh, Yasuke? That's out right now, too, right? The freaking Black Samurai? Black Samurai? Black oh, Samurai, yeah. you got um, what is it, Agretzko? You got uh, what's that other shit? The the Castlevania stuff, the Transformers. My brother didn't even call me. He finally got Netflix. He didn't call me for my birthday, but he called me the next day to tell me you got to be on that Netflix Transformers, man. That Earthrise, that War for Cybertron, man. <laughs> he goes to me. Like, he didn't say hi or happy belated birthday or nothing. He goes to me. He goes. What was the episode of Transformers that made you a fan? And like uh, for me, like that made you like, man, I love this shit. And we uh-huh. all have that. Like I know, I go, dude, you need to be calling Larry with this bullshit. Don't call me at work. It is. <laughs> and, uh, I would talk to your brother all day about Transformers. Dude, Easy. Like, hey, look, he's Easy. looking for somebody to do that. <laughs> so, dude, he, he, like, I, tell him, hit me up. Like, he he got Netflix for those Transformers things because I kept telling him about the Marvel mm-hmm. shit and all this. He never got it. Once War for Cybertron came out, he's like, I'm in. You know, dude, the, the Transformers joints are amazing. Yeah, so I told him, and he's like, "Look, every one of these War for Cybertron ones and Earthrise, like, I feel like every one of those episodes, like, is in here. <laughs> like that, you get that feeling from like every episode." And I go, "I know. I watched three of those episodes before you did, but, <laughs> but you know, all of a sudden he's like, he's got the brilliant idea to watch War for Cybertron." I'm, a, I'm about to sell Heck on a Netflix membership. Yeah, Selena the series. Uh, <laughs> that's like pretty good. I watched one episode of that. I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm mad. Look, I, look, you're gonna be mad that I watched one episode of Selena, but I didn't get to watch Justice Society World War Two. Oh yeah, <laughs> I am mad at you for that. Even though my bartender was telling me she was like, "Oh, dude, she's like, it's so good." <laughs> she was, t- she was, she was like. I watched the movie and then the series, you know, it's better because it goes more in depth and there was stuff it told me about Selena that I didn't know. Um the Celia Cruz series, the like Puerto Rican lady, and that yeah. that thing's amazing. Yeah, uh, no nobody says Cobra, that anything Cobra. for DC. <laughs> like I just enjoy it. Cobra Kai's on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Cobra Kai. Dude, so yeah, you should get Netflix because there's a lot of stuff to watch on Netflix. Look, um, let me tell you what you, you know what, just real quick. I'm very mad at the children of today for getting because they're children of the grave. No, because they get this transformer series. Yeah, that's so good. Like it's it's amazing from a a narrative standpoint. And while I might be like, okay, from an animation standpoint, it's not the best animation that you're ever going to see or anything like that. But it's it's better than serviceable like it's good animation but the part that makes me so mad is these freaking kids can watch this show and be like oh my god this is amazing which it is and they're like i want this in toy form do they have toys and they can go to the toy store 
and the goddamn toy looks just like the goddamn friggin' show. Like literally, the 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 seed, the character designs they use for the show, yeah, are the same character designs they use for the toy. And when I say that, I mean like literally, like the models one are the one? same for both. Like it, how it transforms in the show is how it transforms in real life. That's how beautiful. I mean, but not really though. Like no, it was what? close. It was no. close. It's better than Beast Wars. Like it's closer. Like because yeah. Beast Wars, trust me, I I remember Beast Wars and I had some of those toys and I'm like, okay, well this isn't quite that. But I'm talking about like from battle damage and everything. Like it literally is the same thing. And I'm like, that's not right, man. I went through like so many. Like I can't tell you how many Transformers I bought. And when I got it, I was like. That's not what freaking Braun looks like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, like, Braun, like, I'm like, this Braun don't even have a face. The Braun in the show got a face. You know why I'm mad about these kids, Larry? So mad at them for this. Like, you know I'm, I'm it's not that I don't want them to have it, it's that I should have had it too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know why I'm mad at them, Larry? Why? Because they have this, and then they'll still be okay with the Michael Bay movie. Oh, that is a weird thing too. Yeah. That is like that is a weird thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Jupiter's legacy. It stars a uh, Transformers star. Yeah. Which I would Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence might like him because he was married to Fergie. I don't. I don't know who. Listen, it's you're saying it. Nice. You're saying it. I'm like who? Like you? I don't know anyone that's in Transformers except for maybe in the Mark first Robert. one. Yeah, the fir- was he in the, the first, first one? Yeah. Which okay, so who is he? He's, he's not the first one. He's just in last night. Josh Duhamel? Yeah, he's just in last night. That's the only one he's in. He wasn't a military guy in the first. No, yeah. that was another random military guy. No, it wasn't. It was Josh Duhamel. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So who, who, is, I <laughs> who is he in the first one? He was one of the, like the guy that fought Scorpionar. I mean, I thought the guy that fought... Wait, Tyrese is in the first one, right? Yeah, he's the guy next to Tyrese. That's that guy? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I apologize to everybody. I didn't think we were going to get on this kind of tangent. Yeah, like, you des- you should apologize, heck. <laughs> you should. You should. How dare you ask <laughs> questions about Jupiter's legacy's worthiness to watch <laughs> if you should get Netflix. You see what you did? Well, Damn! How long ago was that? That's like, that's like twenty years ago. Did the first Transformers movie come out twenty years ago? No, it was like fifteen. Yeah. Did it come out fifteen years ago? No, nah, it was like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> that look, he looks like a kid there. The first, he was already old as fuck there. Really? The first Transformers was in 07. Damn. D- look, we barely knew each other in 07, right? Well, we had like, started Fantastic Four. I think one of the first things we talked about was like predictions of these Michael Bay movies. No, because I thought we yeah. didn't start Fantastic Four until 07. No, we started the fourth episode was in 06. And then oh, we, gotcha. We did a couple episodes at the beginning of 07. Got you. Okay. Damn. 
damn, I didn't even realize that was the same guy. Like, I remember that guy, but he's so young, or he, he looks younger there. And, you know, he looks like, I mean, he doesn't look like super old, but he no. he looks he grown. Look, yeah. He looks grown. Like, he looked like life happened to him. Yeah. He's a grown-ass man. Yeah. Did yeah. I give a rating for Jupiter's Legacy or not? No, no one's giving a rating for Jupiter's Legacy. I was so trying let's to do that. Uh, I give it a 3.5. Um, it, it is good. I only saw three episodes. It can go up. Maybe mm-hmm. look for a Fantastic Four in one shot if you subscribe, hit the bell, whatever. Mm-hmm. I might do it whenever I have the time to finish it. I might give you a complete. But this is a, a 3.5 with an asterisk, close to 4. I really like the character moments and the dynamic and the performances of the people, the, the chemistry they all have together. I think they put yeah. If they would have put that much work to like, well, I'm sorry. If Mark Millar would have put that much work into finishing the comic, I think <laughs> it would have been a great thing. But they put it in casting here. I don't want to say You're that hilarious. They put that much work to make it like the comic because they got nothing to work with. <laughs> You're so crazy. Uh, Oz, what would you rate Trooper's Legacy? Uh, four out of five. <laughs> Just because it, the, the current day stuff is a little bit generic to me where but the the past stuff mm-hmm. is amazing and uh, i i'm totally into that story i've only seen three episodes though right so, right i'm at the same point as mo yeah it could go up it could go down and i watched mm-hmm. it in spanish there it is yeah it how, do you say, how do you say jupiter's legacy in spanish i don't know they That's don't fair. Say, like they don't That's really because that doesn't really, that, that, like, that doesn't really say that, right? The actors? Uh, no, Mm-mm, they don't. No. They I don't. mean, yeah, I only hear what they say. So yeah, it's not yeah. like you have a, you know, like you have an announcer saying "Legacia de Jupiter." <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't have that. That's hilarious. Jay, do you want to give it a rating, even though you haven't seen it? No, I'll abstain. Rating. There, that's fair. That's fair. What about you, Heck? Do you want to give it a rating, even though you, you don't want to rate? You don't want to rate the trailer. No, no, I'll abstain. Okay. Do you want, do you want to rate a review of it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I would give the review of it a four out of five. Like, Woo! I'll take it. Like, I was afraid Jay's gonna give us like a two point five. <laughs> <laughs> For a little weird, but job of. Uh, saying what the show is about, and you've got me, dude. Uh, I I would rate Jupiter's Legacy a four point five out of five, and the only the only thing that makes it not a five for me was just a little bit of like the choices they make effects wise from a narrative perspective. It, it's great. Uh, full full disclosure, I I've seen I saw the whole half of the thing though, so like I think that. I, I do believe that both Oz and and Mo, once they finish, will uh, give it a higher rating because and, it, and uh, it, it, it gets better and better and better. I believe it. Yeah, I, I so. got to see Lloyd today, and I talked to him about it, and I I told him the differences, and even like with Brandon, and he's like, uh, well, you know, it that could still happen. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like it, they're almost giving you like the origin of Brandon the way he is in the comics here, which mm-hmm. could be a good thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Not like yeah. He, like that's, that's Lloyd, Robert, Lloyd is on point. That's my Robert De Niro. It could be. 
some point. I'm gonna review Mo's impression and give it five out of five. Thank there you. it is. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Okay, Lloyd. Lloyd is probably too smart. For that. <laughs> uh, Lloyd's too smart for us. Yeah. Yeah, but you know he keeps me. He, he keeps me level. Otherwise, I get on the short bus. Listen, I, I like. I think y'all should speak for yourselves. I think I'm right here with Lloyd. Like Lloyd, I feel Lloyd. <laughs> Look, you you can feel how you want to feel, but that don't make it true. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> now listen, that's fair. Like I know you, and I know Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Look, Lloyd, Lloyd Messerata told Bo exactly what I was thinking. I was like, damn it, Lloyd, get out of my head, Lloyd. <laughs> so yeah. what do you do next? Uh, let's do, uh, let's, can we jump into a heavy metal minute and then go into Justice Society? Is that a good? All right. Yeah, let's, play yeah, that let's do that. What'd you say? <laughs> let's play that minute first. And in other awesome heavy metal movies, there is uh, Heroes Reborn number one. Now that's comics, I know. Uh, this isn't Fantastic Forum, this is Fraction of Forever. FF still, but you, you get the point. But, you know, I always love when heavy metal and comics mix. So, Heroes Reborn number one came out, and right on page seven or so, you see a picture of Thor all grizzled, and, you know, drinking beer from a horn, no less. And uh, he's wearing an Amon Mark shirt. The very god of thunder himself is wearing an Amon Mark shirt. So as a fan of Amon Mark myself, I was happy to see it. I can only imagine what Johan and the boys felt when they saw it. And uh, it, you know, if you know Amon Mark, you know their lyrical content is all about the Norse gods and the pantheon and the adventures. And you know, they even made a shirt where uh, the Amon Mark. Uh, Deity was beating up the Avengers that was their um, 2014, I believe, Comic Con exclusive shirt for the Nuclear Blast suit. And uh, there's always been this kind of connection. I know when they were casting the Thor movie, I was like, oh, they should, they, they should play Amon Amarth in the movie, you know, at least the music. I, I would have liked for Johan to be Thor. He, especially with the characterization they've given Thor, the more playful, funny, like, I think Yohan would have done a good job, but you know, he doesn't have the full power of Chris Hemsworth, so it's only a dream for me, and maybe Yohan, I don't know if he's even interested, but seeing that shirt gave my little metal heart a group two sizes bigger, because <laughs> it's like, I was happy to see it's something I've always wanted to see. Now, if only, if only we can get on a Mondo Mark song in the next Thor movie, Talking to you, Psycho YTT. Make it happen. Twilight of the Thunder God. At least for the for the end credits. That'd be the shit. I would like that. Would you? I'm Luz Magnum. This has been a heavy metal movie. Good job, Mo. Yeah, got my horn right here. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So uh, let's talk about Justice Society World War II. Um, this is the latest DC animated film. Uh, the story is basically modern day uh, Flash, Barry Allen, AKA Barry Allen, 
uh, ends up meeting up with the Justice Society in World War II, uh, and he's helping them fight Nazis in the Second World War. The Justice Society is 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 comprised of Wonder Woman, Hawkman, Black Canary, Our Man. Uh, damn it, who am I forgetting? The Flash. Oh, and right, and Golden Age Flash, right? Uh, friggin' uh, um, damn it. Steve, well, yeah, I guess we should count Steve Trevor too. You're right, but yeah, Golden Age Flash, Steve, and Steve Trevor, uh, and so and Shakespeare. Oh, okay, yeah. and yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and 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 their in, embedded uh, reporter Shakespeare, <laughs> like they're there to spin the stories so no one knows that the uh, that superheroes are out here helping the war effort. And so it's basically about uh, Barry Allen Flash helping them out as he tries to find his way back home. So uh, real quick, Mo, I, I know you mentioned you didn't get to see it. Yeah, um, I'll give it five out of five. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Fair. Good job. Good job. I, I woke up early to lift weights, and I had the press copy, and I only had a limited amount of time. So I actually watched it on fast forward. So I couldn't hear any of it, but I just watched all the events play out. And uh, I'd still give it about a five out of five. Got it. Got it. Uh, Jay, why don't you give me your overall take before we get into the conversation? What, what did you think of uh, Justice Society World War II? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Like, I like the character moments, which seems to be the bulk of this. Well, not the bulk, but a fair amount. Um, I thought the action was amazing. Uh, the fight sequences are creative. Um, Flash in particular has a really good one where he's like going fast and everything else is slow motion. Um, yeah, overall, and the story is like pretty good. Like, I enjoyed it. Cool, cool. Oz, overall, what do you think? Overall, I I enjoyed it. I have a lot of problems with the characters in it, but the story that they told was still good. When we actually get into it, I'll I'll expand on that. Overall, it's a good it's a good movie that I would recommend to people. Got you, got you. And I will say that uh, overall, yeah, I, I thought it was actually really good too. Uh, it, it did have some interesting take on characters, uh, and I did like the art style. Like there, were, you know, it kind of had like a uh, it used some of those like hard black lines that like, or I guess it's it's uh, you know I, I don't know what the I don't know what the style is actually called, and you know you all might be able to help me, but later with it. But overall, the art style was interesting. Uh, I do agree in the sense that the action was good and the story overall was was interesting and pretty compelling. So, uh, yeah, I did like it, too. So let's get into it, folks. Uh, Oz, I, I, you know, you just mentioned you definitely, you know, had some some thoughts about, I guess, was it character selection? Like which characters they yeah. use or yeah, was I mean it? OK. It, it, it's a great retelling of a, a Flash of Two Worlds, but it, it bugged me that they put Wonder Woman in it. 
and mm. me that that Superman is in it. Be, and now, I, I feel like I feel like this Flash should have already known who Wonder Woman is, and would recognize her. I think uh, they should have had Alan Scott at leading the team. Maybe I, you know, you have so many other characters you could have had other than Wonder Woman to lead this team that maybe a Barry Allen wouldn't be familiar with because they they're not known in his era. And it would have it would have gone it, it would have really gone more with the uh the he's time traveling aspect mm-hmm. that, that they go with. I, I just mm-hmm. feel like he should have known who Wonder Woman is at that point in his career. You know, he's been the flash for a couple of years, for a few years at that point. How do you know? Because they say it. But if Diana hasn't left the island yet, there would be no reason for him to know her. Okay. But she has. How do you know? How do you know? Because Superman's been around for a while. No, but see, Superman comes first, though. Right. And then Wonder Woman and Batman. See, I, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like, he should have known. Wonder Woman, she shouldn't have been part of that team. I can I can let the Black Canary slide, even though like I don't think she should have been in there because I like her pairing up with Green Arrow. <laughs> but but I, I can let that slide. But I mean, either Starman, definitely Alan Scott should have been in. Doctor Midnight. There's there's a lot more characters that should have been there. All, all but, I hear is Oswald replace all the women with men. That's well, all I hear. <laughs> the thing is, uh, from a comic book perspective, I know I didn't watch this, but if you're trying to do a, a Justice Society World War II, because, you know, that happened in the comics, it was Wonder Woman that fought the Nazis, not, not even Superman. Like, I'm surprised to see that Superman was in it. I think that's the only reason Wonder Woman was in it, was because they were going to bring in Superman. No, like the comics, she fought the Nazis. No, no, I'm talking about the, the cartoon. No, no, but see, but I'm talking about like that's why she's in the in the cartoon because right. But in, for, for this animated series, I think one of the other party members should have been in there, not Wonder Woman. The the way this story is told, Wonder Woman should have been somebody that the Flash knew, and somebody that he could tell Superman, "Hey, while we're teaming up, th- these are some people we should maybe look at too." I I will say. There's no evidence that Wonder Woman left the island yet. Like, there's no. I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying there should be. No, but I, I, I it's interesting because I, this is one of the things that I found. I won't say strange, but it was a. It, there's no in this movie. There's no evidence that Batman exists. There's no evidence that Green Lantern exists. But we assume that they do in this world, right? No, but 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 no. this is this is the thing. No, no, I no, I I did, but. The reason the the thing that I was like, oh, it's a it's an interesting choice, is it feels like the beginning of this movie, or I guess just say the beginning, but the the present day Barry Allen Flash stuff, right? Which is feels like it's set in in our modern world, is a modern world, but where these heroes are still in the early development of their careers. So it's like, like you said, it's like today, but Flash has only been around for a year or two. It's right. like he doesn't even know Superman personally, it feels like. 
like when they meet in the modern day, it's not like he and Superman are like necessarily friends or 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 anything more than like they know of each other and that's it, you know? And that doesn't necessarily mean that there is no Batman or they don't know Batman or know of him, but it's you know, Batman being who Batman is, it feels as though like neither of them have probably met Batman yet. And yeah, I feel like that's the, the same the way, thing. The the way Jay's saying it, the only two heroes in this universe is Superman and Flash. Because yeah, that's and the I, two heroes we know about. And I don't think that that's I don't think that that's the case. Oh, what'd you say, Jay? I don't think that was necessarily what I was saying. Right. I mean, but there's no evidence of any other hero. Exactly. So then they might not exist. Just like we don't have evidence that Wonder Woman left the island. Not, we don't yeah. have any evidence that Batman exists. We don't have evidence that there's a Green Lantern Corps. We don't have any evidence that Marsha, of any other guy. But but I feel like that was kind of... Oh, go ahead, Jay. Uh, when you talk about the Green Lantern Corps, most of them are in space. So we wouldn't have them on Earth. We would have maybe a Green Lantern. But the thing about this, to me, like the major thing that makes me call into question the relationships of superheroes in this world is the fact that Barry's never heard of a team, like a team of superheroes. Mm-hmm. And if Which means like, there's no Justice League. Right, there's no Justice League. I feel like once you have Batman, once you have Wonder Woman, but once you have all these other heroes, you're getting the team-ups more frequently, and it's not an odd thing to see multiple heroes teamed up together. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And, and I think that that's one of the things that this movie did subtly but I think it was enough where they're like, hey, just so you know, like everybody isn't connected yet. And it, it like what what you see in the present day is enough for you to kind of, at least for me, like, I was like, oh, Superman and, and the Flash don't like know each other, know each other. Like, you know, it's like he was kind of hoping to run into him. And, you know, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like it, it basically, it seems like we saw their first team up and you know and so it's like if that's the first time superman and the flash have teamed up that probably means that the other and, and we know there's no justice league it's like that probably means the other heroes might be operating in their other like respective corners of the world whether you're talking about gotham or earth earth space or you know sector what, 2814 or you know off in the islands you know, maybe maybe Wonder Woman's on Themyscira. Maybe she's off Themyscira in America, but not anywhere that anyone, you know. She might be in Washington, D.C. Right. I mean, you know. But the fact is, it's kind of like it set up the idea that it's like, okay, these people aren't familiar with each other basically right from the beginning. But it's interesting that they decided to do that in what seems to be a relatively modern era. Like, it, like it looks, it seems like it's today. The only thing like, you know, you at least it, it's at least, you know, it's it's soon enough for there to be an interracial couple, <laughs> you know, and that's OK, you know, like, which which who knows, like how look, I guess technically there's still places you can go where that's a problem. 
<laughs> you know, but <laughs> but I'm saying it's soon enough where that doesn't feel like it's a weird thing. So it's like, okay, I, I guess no one technically pulled out a cell phone, right? Well, I, Iris has only been black for a little while, right? <laughs> I mean, that's true, but, you know. So yeah. at least from that point, which I and I feel like it was in the early 2000s that that happened. Is that when the Flash series came out in the early 2000s? Is that like in the 2010s somewhere? Yeah, like 2015. Oh, okay. That's that's yeah. early enough in the century. No, dude, that's not how <laughs> early 2000s work. Like the 2010s is a Look, different it, era. In the, in the 2100s, when they say the early 2000s, it's going to be around 2015. Oh, okay. Anyway. By then, we'll be rubble. (laughs) So, 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 but I will say that, you know, I didn't have an issue with Wonder Woman leading, like, the Justice Society. It's definitely not, you know, like a, a, a traditional version of the Justice Society, but it's like, I, I think most point is, is really valid in the sense that, you know, if you're going to have the Justice Society fighting Nazis, it's like Wonder Woman is who fights Nazis, <laughs> you know, or at least from the DC perspective, <laughs> you know, um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, and it fit really well, like, it's not like it, it didn't feel odd or out of place to me, um, I do think Black Canary was probably the member that probably felt like the most like oh like I don't like I'm not I don't remember her being in that era, but at the same time like like the character itself was awesome. Like, I mean, I, I, like it's not Black Canary, but it was an awesome depiction of the character. If you're if you if you have a team fighting Nazis. You don't think a star man who looks like a bootleg Captain America with a with a magic staff would kind of fit that that role? Not not better than Wonder Woman. I mean, alongside Wonder Woman, but who's gonna want to watch a movie with Starman leading it? You're right. That's why I would I would rather have Alan Scott, but also have Starman. Who's, who's gonna watch that too? Like they're gonna watch Wonder Woman. What? Even with a shitty movie, she's had she's on people's minds, and it's comics accurate. So what the fuck more do you want? <laughs> I will say, or I will ask this question because oh, what you say, Jay? I know what I want. What do you want? I want for Stanakotic to sound different. Like that accent was a little Russian for my taste. Yeah, it reminds me of Ivan Drago. Like I was really <laughs> waiting for her to say, "I must, I must crush you now." Like I will I'm- break you. <laughs> yeah, I will break you. Listen, I, I, that's literally what I was just about to ask. Like I was like, "Is this the first time we've ever got an animated Wonder Woman with an with an accent?" I mean, she starts talking. And I'm like, "I, what is American Struster?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait. And who who's playing her? Stana Kadek. Who's that? Uh, she was Lois Lane in Superman Unbound. Really? Yeah. And she okay. was fun in that. Like, so, 
it's the director, the person directed her did it wrong. Got you. Because it's like, I mean, obviously they're trying to like go with uh, the, yeah, they, the Gal Gadot kind of thing. That's like, probably you know, what the character said. Hey, sound like Gal Gadot. Right, right. And, and I mean, I understand why you make that choice. At the same time, I'm like, yeah, like this is not going over as well as any of us would hope. Like it's like, and and I think that a part of it is just like, I mean, Gal Gadot is doing that because that's what Gal Gadot sounds like, and and she, I mean, she does it well. Like it fits when she's doing it. In a, like animated wise, I was like, and I don't, I'm not even saying that she needs to sound like American. Like you know, she can have an accent as Wonder Woman. But I don't think it should be that one. It shouldn't be Russian. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would call it Russian, but it's it's something that's not like it's something in between. Like and and the messed up part is the performance is good. Like the performance is good outside of the accent. Like it's good enough that I know at a certain point I just stop hearing the accent. But at certain points it will come back where she would say like one thing and I because I had forgotten. That, that accent was happening anymore because she wasn't talking and then she says like one thing and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> like I forgot, like we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, because it's not every line, like every line doesn't sound bad, but there are just certain times where the Ivan comes out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's not good. She's drawn like she could break you too. Yeah, yeah, no, she watched them call like the, the design, like yeah, design and the costume. I mean, yeah. it, it works. It's just like man, he's been in the gym. <laughs> and again, and, like for action scenes, like where she's like just hitting people and they're ricocheting off walls and shit. Yeah, like, very cool. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. you know, speaking of which, there was a moment. Uh, where Flash, uh, Barry Allen Flash is fighting the Nazis. And actually this is the, one of the scenes you were talking about, Jay, where you had uh, him, like basically them doing the super speed thing, but he's basically moving at a more regular rate and everybody around him is moving slower. And he does the thing where, or he does, I should say the thing, but he does a thing where he punches one of the Nazis, but he doesn't actually hit him. <laughs> and he right. just like, he pulls he pulls the punch. And of course, because he's moving at super speed, the shock wave is enough to like, knock the hell out of this dude. And I'm like, oh, that's so good. Like, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why we don't see more of that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, that is one, uh, that is one place this thing excels is the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and it was cool because he did like what you know, we've seen that before in live action. Mm -hmm. And I think we've seen it other places animated before. And he did a lot of the stuff that you're used to seeing in the live action animated stuff. And you know, it was great to see because it's like, no, that's all cool stuff. It's 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 kind of classic speedster type stuff. But that at the end was like the little piece piece de resistance where he messed around and pulled the punch at the end and I'm like oh that's so good and of course they featured it because they're like no this is like our we we're, we're adding we're adding to the 
the the speedster lore here. Like they're like, we'll give you this for free, <laughs> you know. And now the rest of it, like I know somebody else is gonna do. Well, if they're smart, somebody down the line is gonna be doing that in live action, and and some people are gonna be like, oh, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I, no one's ever done that before. I'll be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you know, no, no. Yeah, so I was like, that was really cool. I liked that a lot. Yeah. So um, I also, a, a thing that I thought was interesting that had its own take but was still very familiar in a way, too, was, of course, uh, the relationship between Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor. Like, I felt like it was, a, a again, a, a familiar thing. Of course, we all know this relationship happens and exists, but I felt like the way that they did it here i was like oh no that's that's kind of cool like it feels it felt really good and it felt like a, a nice playful way to kind of have them do their relationship thing but without it having to be like the main part of the narrative necessarily you know right um another thing that gets done a lot that they did in this that i thought they did really well was uh, it's gonna be parts I see like a couple parts where uh, Flash speaks in slang and you have like Steve Trevor like kind of deciphering it on the fly. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty cool. And, yeah. you know, a lesser movie would have like overdone it. Right. But they do it just like a couple times, like really smooth and mm -hmm. at good places. Like, right. Two point. Uh, you know, you talk about the relationship between Steve and Wonder Woman where he's like proposing to her every day, waiting mm -hmm. for her to say yes. And Flash is like, I, I didn't take you for a stalker. <laughs> and Steve is like, stalker? You mean like a cat, a wolf? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, you're right. It's, it was good stuff. And it was, yeah, just, just enough. But and that, done in, in clever ways. See that that I mean that's done very well because it kind of feels real. Like it feels like mm -hmm. that you would in your head figure out oh, what is he saying mm -hmm. that quickly. It's not like I don't understand your futuristic <laughs> right, oh. right. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. Like it's like, oh, I guess because I'm old now, and I, I gotta understand kids. So when they say something, I, go, I do the same thing where it's like, oh, okay, so you mean this? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, you just called me an asshole. <laughs> Hilarious! Hilarious! Yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff indeed. So, um, y'all sold me on it. You don't have to see it now. Oh, dude, it, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, with without without um, spoiling anything, because you know we want to make sure people get to experience this joint. Did did you all see the twist coming? I did not. Like, I didn't either. I I enjoyed that. I, I that actually is something I enjoyed. Like I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and. It honestly, it like really fits into the uh, like the ending and the beginning. Yeah, like it, it makes it work. It brings it together in a really good way. Yeah, I yeah I, uh, I suspected uh, because of the 
I suspect it. I'm gonna leave it at that so I don't I don't spoil yeah. it. Yeah. I, I suspect it and when when the package is handed over, mm-hmm. I got the confirmation because I kind of saw what was in that bag. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I like I like I, I didn't have any clue until until that moment. Until that moment. And I was like and for me, I was kind of like impressed by that because I was like, "Wow!" Like I usually see this stuff coming like usually yeah. pretty pretty soon, and so yeah. I was just like, "Oh!" When the, dude, <laughs> when, when the dude holds up that bag, I saw just enough that yeah, boom, I knew okay, I know I know what's happening now. Yeah, and that yeah, it was it was wild. It, the way that that was all done was done really well to me. Where I was just like, "Well, so Wait. I couldn't figure out how like." Like I knew it was in the package, but I couldn't yeah. the half of it. Yeah, and that right. was, I was like, "Oh, okay." So you yeah. saw the same thing I saw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was I was wondering why. Like, I had theories, but in the end, it turned out to be something different. Yeah. So and that was a twist for me. Yeah, I, I feel like like the the, I mean, the movie in and of itself on its own is definitely you know, worth checking out. But that aspect of it was actually really like any, anytime a movie can actually surprise me with something I like that. That's usually a plus, uh, you know, at least when it surprised me with something other than how bad it is, you know, <laughs> you know, like, Oh my God, I can't believe this happened. I know. <laughs> it's like, how did I end up here? I know. Like, my God. Right. But, no, but yeah, this, like, this is so yeah. Um, Jay, why don't you go ahead and, and give me your rating, man, for Justice Society World War II? I would give it a four, four out of five. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I loved the action. I liked the character moments. Um, I I kind of wish there was more. Mm. I really wish they had. I don't even know if it would have gotten like it probably would have gotten clunky, but I do wish we saw more of these characters and mm-hmm. like more story, like more. Yeah, just I wish we'd gotten more. Like that's that's, that's fair. I mean, the movie itself, I think, is like just under an hour and a half. Um, you know, it's it's definitely like it's not. Uh, yeah, like like just under uh, just under an hour and a half. So right. you know, it's it's, def- it's definitely not pulling the full ninety minutes or whatever. But you know, like everything is done very succinctly. Like mm-hmm. you did just enough, but yeah. like I would have liked more. Right, right. Like you get just en- you get enough to carry a movie, but I do wish we had gotten deeper. Um. Yeah. yeah. And it it feels like they almost like I mean if they wanted to set this up as like, you know the new like DC animated like you know ex- I don't know about extended but you know like the connected DC animated universe like they totally could do it with these characters like the version. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oz, what would you rate Justice Society World War Two? Four out of five. All my issues with it. Nobody else cares. It's just me. 
<laughs> That's fair. I understand your pain. It's a well, it's a well told story, and it's well animated. It looks good, and it's a good. Yeah, it's yeah, four. Yeah, I I would give it four point five. I liked it a lot. Uh, you know, I think the only thing that might be keeping it from from a five for me is just that you know so, some of the characters. Um, yeah, I mean, they t- they take some liberties with like the characterizations of certain characters, and you know, I can, you know, me, I I, I feel like I'm sure that they're just a society fans out there that are like, oh man, nobody's acting like how they're supposed to act, and I I feel for those people, <laughs> you know, so that that's the old like me having that thought in my head of like and knowing like I'm not a huge just a society fan, but I know enough about them. That I'm like, okay, some of these people aren't acting like, you know, like true, necessarily as true to character as maybe they should be. And so I, I feel for that crowd, and I'll take that half a point for y'all. But that's all I can do. Like, it's good. It's fun. And, you know, hope hopefully it's not so bad that you can enjoy it, too. So, yeah. All right. Let's uh let's go ahead and jump into Invincible. Um I mean Invincible of course is the Amazon Prime series uh based on the comic say uh, of the same name by Robert Kirkman and uh Cory Walker originally. Uh it's the story of Mark Grayson who's the son of the world's greatest superhero Omni-Man and it's basically about his coming of age as he uh, uh, develops his powers and is trying to basically like live up to his father's legacy. Uh, and yeah, and then hilarity ensues. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what, what did you all think of uh, Invincible as a series? Season one, of course, has, has concluded and uh, you know, I know that I, I'm pretty sure at this point. Wait, wait, Oz, did you read any Invincible? I don't remember. I read a couple issue here and there, but I never actually like read the whole story. Got it, got it. Okay. Well, Moses, man, why don't you give us your your uh, thoughts on Invincible as a series for season one? Uh look. I think it's one of the most perfect adaptations, not because it's like the comic panel to page, but it just creates those moments that you just love on the page and it brings them to life. Like, I mean, I'm going to spoil it at the end. When Mark, when Mark is asked me by his dad and he just goes like that. And then that's like an actual comic book cover. And it's like, dude and it's like the show really just tried to preserve the art style it's not Mm -hmm. there's a lot of blood in it and it's still not as bloody (laughs) as the comic but Mm -hmm. dude it's i i you know there's some moments in here that it's like i can understand look if joe watched and read jupiter's legacy and he had the criticisms he had just on the trailer i could understand him being like you know what you know, you don't even have to say what he said. He could have said the bar was raised higher by Invincible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. This, I, this is a high bar for comic adaptations, and uh, it, it, 
ah, amazing. That's all I can yeah. say. Yeah. I, I didn't know this uh, before uh, uh, <laughs> we went into, in, in, or before, you know, I was doing some research, but Corey Walker was actually the the character designer for the show, too. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, wow. Like, no wonder everybody looks just like the comic. <laughs> it's like they got the comic guy to do the character design, goddamn. What's this, uh, what's this, Sage? Uh, Derek H. and Chess says Invincible doesn't have a single standard romantic relationship, cis white male. Isn't Mark Grayson in the standard relationship with Amber? He's not a he's in an interracial yeah. relationship, and he's he's mixed. Right. Okay, Rex Flood, he has relationships with several women. Yeah. Uh, mixed. Well, what what is what no Rex Rex Flode is what? Is like Greek, isn't he? Huh? He's played by a Greek, but he's a white guy, right? I don't know. He's a little dark in the show. I don't know what he's <laughs> He's brown he's, in he's the olive. show. He's he's colored brown. I I just don't know. What <laughs> Olive skin. Does he have that Hulk Hogan tan? He yeah. might. Yeah, he might. <laughs> but he also has red hair. So yeah. I don't know. I Rex Rex Splode and Adam Eve might count. That might count. But but at the same time, it's kind of short lived too, right? So right. <laughs> they're like, uh oh. We didn't mean to we didn't mean for this to happen. It <laughs> lived in the story, but they were in a relationship for like a couple of years at that point. I so mean, if yeah. isn't white, I don't know, but you also have Rudy and Monster Girl. Yeah. Like their relationship has started by the end of the first season. But he's also in a explode body, so I mean, yeah, we, we, we don't know what nationality is. that fool was. <laughs> well, he was white. Like when we see him, he's white in the in the jar. He's white with with a Hulk Hogan tone. <laughs> That's what we're so doing. wild. So wild. Um, Jay, what did you think of Invincible? Uh just fucking amazing. <laughs> Goddamn near perfect. Despite all the differences, despite uh, the lack of philosophy, um, taking out story elements, uh, it's perfect. Like, despite all that, (laughs) I mean, when we start getting adult animated action shows, Invincible is going to be what paved the way for that. Mm-hmm. Like when we get some non-comedy, like just full adult anime action shows, it's gonna be because of Invincible. This is mm-hmm. up there with any live-action drama that like wins all the awards. You're like Break your Mad Men, your Breaking Bad. Like it's super character-driven, and the animation just makes it easier to do special effects, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> my god, it. the fucking train! Like oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you guys I, I knew you guys were behind me. So but when I saw that on that Friday, like oh my god, like I was like physically it affected me. Like 
it's so messed up. It's so messed up. And here's the here's the part that's messed up is I don't think I could have watched that in live action. <laughs> I don't. And think so there's a executed it, huh? I don't think people they could have executed it right. I mean, you're probably right about that too, right? Like, it, the the live action version of that would not have been as cool as the animated version. I agree with you on that. But but watching it animated, I was just like, oh my god! Like, I just I was like, my and like to have a visceral reaction to to like I I haven't had like the the I haven't had a visceral reaction to something I've seen animated like that for I don't like years. I feel. Where you know it's like because I've become a little bit desensitized to stuff in animation, <laughs> you know, like you know. But I was just like, damn, like this, and it's just like the way that, and and the other part of it is like, I mean, the animation itself, of course, of how that's happening and what how they show it to you, like not just how they animate it, but like the angles they choose and all the kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That on itself is like masterfully done, where you're just like, wow, like I can't believe how they did this. But then all the like voice acting, like all of the actors that are portraying those, which is crazy because it's not like they're saying a lot, but what they're saying is like just so so poignant and so like in that moment, like even just like the, the way, the way that's right. No, I'll just Steve Steven Yoon's like his exclamations as he's experiencing that. And I'm just like, dude, this fool is so good. And you know, I, I can't even give J.K. Simmons any more props. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with talking about how good this fool is. My boy, I always get mad when you guys tell me Walton Goggins isn't in things. He's in this, and I didn't realize it was him. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that was him? Oh, we talked about that. We did. Uh, we talked like I, I know I personally mentioned how great he was as Cecil. Yeah. yeah. Like, Man, he's look. You ever want to watch something on Netflix? Watch the Unicorn. He's on there. It's great. <laughs> it's his show. So yeah, yeah. And he plays Us. a guy. Us, give us your take on uh, Invincible Man. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I didn't read all the books. I read. I read a few, so I have a general idea what what's going on. But the show itself is amazing. I we talked a little bit about it last week, and I really only have one criticism, and that's you know a, a government agency that's been working with a superhero for years knows he's bulletproof, but goes at him with like regular ass guns. Kind of like that. That that didn't sit well with me, especially considering that later on in that same episode. The dude comes out with like a laser gun that actually could do some damage to a super <laughs> person. That that's my only criticism of uh, what, what is it like ten episodes? Eight. In our episodes too. It's not like it's a yeah. thing. No, no, I'm actually mad that they're not twenty minute bullshit because <laughs> like, we're supposed to go on the air at six thirty, and I finished it at six thirty three. <laughs> like that's one of the ones like I, I fucked up and couldn't watch Justice Society <laughs> but I'm like I'm fucking finishing Invincible it's one of the few times where I get to the point like it, it's probably been 20 minutes 
And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to end soon. And then I look, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm like halfway done. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of mad because I, I, I got stuff to do. But at the same time, it was like, oh, sweet. I got it. I got another 25 minutes to go. Let's mm -hmm. go. Yeah. It's crazy because I don't know, like, I, and I mentioned this before, but I don't know what happened. But for some reason, I was thinking that, like, the, the episode, the second to last episode was, like, the finale. Yeah. It feels and, it feels like a finale, <laughs> right? No, absolutely. And I was just like, "Oh well, gotta wait till next season." And then, uh, like, I literally had a conversation with a friend of mine on the Saturday after the finale came out, and he was like, "You saw the finale?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I saw the finale last." You know, I didn't say last week, but I'm like, "Yeah, I saw the finale." And he started talking about stuff, and I was like, "That didn't happen." He's like, "Did you not watch the finale?" And I'm like, "I, I did," and he's like. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like, last, I, that's when I was like, like, last week, he's like, no, the finale came out yesterday. And I'm like, wait, what? And man, it felt like Christmas. <laughs> I was like, I got a whole another episode of Invincible to watch. And then I watched it and I was just like, oh, dude. I was like, and oh, my God. Was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, I would like, and that was the messed up part where I was like, I would have been satisfied with like, what I had seen, I was I was perfectly okay with that. Like I didn't need, or in my like I didn't need that last episode. But so when I got it, I was just like, oh, dude. I was like, I was like, I can't even like. I'm just like, what? Is, like, how are these fools gonna start the next season? It's amazing. This is an amazing show. Kind of where I earlier the whole editor tries. Doesn't know how to rear, so he tries to do these things like, like Mo. the collateral damage thing. You know, Wait, you, like, you're 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 Max Hedrening, Mo. Wait, try, oh. say you're, you're better now. Say it, say it again. Start over. Yeah, you sound like me. <laughs> you yeah. do sound like us. Oh, outrighty and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, so you know how like. I brought up earlier that Snyder tries to deconstruct heroes in his Snyder verse, and he doesn't do it quite right. And other these other things are proving where he fucked up. This is the prime example: is uh, Invincible, where you know you have the conversation in earlier on when he's like trying to to was it the Titan? He teams up with the Titan, yeah. and yeah. you have you know. That just conversation where Ma and Pa Kent are telling, you know, Superboy, well, you can't do this, and you can't, and he's like, well, and the mom's like, well, you have to save people, like, you gotta, mm -hmm. if you can't, like, there's not beneath you, and even the whole concept of, like, Omni Man having that little bit of elitism on who he mm -hmm. acts and things, like, it plays into, you know, a, a, later on, but it's like it's still like a warped way of looking at it, and look. The way the world's gone in the last five or so years, like I'm kind of with Omni Man, <laughs> but, but it's it's hard. It's, it's yeah. something that's gonna that you can't do unless you're like a Thanos, yeah. Because Omni Man right. couldn't even do it, you know. Um, yeah, you gotta be. So it's 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 something that we can just beat off thinking about that could happen. But <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's for a different show, but. <laughs> Let's check in with chat real quick. Uh, we got Derek Gates says they got away with saying Omni Man kept an Asian lady as a pet. 
That did happen. Which, yeah. Yeah. That did happen. Uh, Tiger Con Chat says there's a scene in Invincible that has become the meme. Which, yeah. Oh. That's a pretty good one. What's the meme? Uh, the think mark. Uh, people. Oh, like, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. It just been like replacing them with other characters and situations. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are pretty good. The, the yeah. Best one is where they put Spider Man because it's J. Jonah Jameson. Like, yeah. Uh, and Derek Gay says Adam Eve is basically the blue guy from Watchmen, with, but with boobies. Uh, Almost. But her powers don't work on people. Like, she can change things, but she can't do it on organic matter. Or, not organic and matter. And those shorts are awesome. On people. So she can do stuff to things, not really people, unless her limit break has been reached. Like Dr. Manhattan in the movies, like had more like had a more accurate costume than she did. I have that I, I well, I guess I can't play you the video, but we'll get to that later. Um, but back to my deconstruction thing, so I can finish that thought. This ep- this series does it like from episode to episode. These beautiful deconstructions of superheroes and giving you the story, character-driven story, uh, and where they do it in one season, they do it better and more than Zack Snyder tried to with all the DC universe. Like they literally fought, fought like the ending. They fought with their words. While they had an action scene where Wonder Woman 1984 failed <laughs> fighting with their words, you know what I mean? And it was even less words in Invincible. There was a lot of action, but really, if if they chose to like not do the action and just do the conversations, it would have been just as impactful with Invincible. Mm-hmm. And you know, so you see these people trying to do these things that happen in comics, like using these. Uh, maybe I don't know if they they see these things as like oh I'm gonna do this with Superman and they they don't know how to do it and you know you got your Kirkmans your Millars your Morrisons that these are the students <laughs> that you should be talking to if you're a mm. you know what I mean yeah yeah and no I, like yeah it, it it is like like how Joe said it's the benchmark for adult animation and I know like Joe has a bias for animation and prefers that for me I feel like it's an easier way to get doing things on a less less budget and it could still be just as good. It could still be amazing. Not a lot of it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, and that's that's part of the problem. You know, like with the what is it what is that movie? The the one to die for or whatever, your second life or your final life or whatever. Like right. uh, to to your last death. To your last death, yeah. Like that was an easy way to get a good cast to do an animated movie. Because you didn't have the budget to do it live action, and it it didn't hit the marks. And uh, Invincible like it set a new benchmark. Indeed, like I just hope people take notice in a real way, just because like you know, and I don't you know I don't know how popular the show like actually is. I don't know if Amazon. Well, the, is fact, a, the fact that it got renewed for two more seasons. Yeah. Speaks highly of an animated show. I have anecdotal evidence on how impactful and popular it is, and mm-hmm. successful, and the quality. 
is that Emily says, we have to watch Invincible, right? <laughs> and then I told Lloyd that, and he's like, his girlfriend, Alana, is like, we have to watch Invincible tonight, right? Like, that, it's must-see television. It's water mm -hmm. television among a, a broad spectrum of demographic. I'm not saying that just because it's women. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it usually, like, that doesn't really happen. And even with Jupiter's Legacy, like, Emily saw the trailer. And she's like, have you seen the trailer for this? Like, I've read the comic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, I want to see it. She's like, I want to see it too. You know, I, I yeah. got ahead of her and watched it for the show, but I made sure to only watch a small section of it so that we could enjoy it together. But the, the part of these character driven uh, stories in adaptations is gonna, we're going to start seeing a little bit of appeal across different demographics. And I think we're going to see a lot more successes uh, uh, versions of them if they're done right. Yeah, I, I, like here's hoping, here's hoping, man, because Invincible. Yeah, did Nina like, watch Invincible? Yeah. How, what did she mm -hmm. do? Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, Oz? Did Amber watch Invincible? No, because it's too gory. Okay. That's one of the things. That's one of the things that Lloyd said too. Like she was, she was like she she wanted to watch it even with the gold. like because yeah, she, you know, I, I I've never met anybody that doesn't like gore other than Larry, but and I guess I've met Amber before, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She's I've never hung out with you. Amber. Has in real life seen a man get shot with a shotgun at close range? Yeah, I mean, so I get it. Gore is like she, you know, she tries to stay away why, from it. Bring back memories. That's why movie. What look? I'm not telling her how to live, but that's why movie and animated shit should be easier because he can spot the, the the inaccuracies of real life. <laughs> she wants fantasy stuff. She wants some Harry Potter. If there's a dragon in it, she's in. Well, yeah. you know what? A, a dragon eat like Mortal Kombat. She loved. Yeah. You know, and that so was just yeah. uh, look again. I'm not telling her how to live. I'm just suggesting <laughs> how she can <laughs> enjoy life. No, by uh, watching. Uh, no. <laughs> if anybody's gonna tell her how to live, it's me. Oh Lord, listen. If y'all don't let Amber like not be traumatized, <laughs> like listen, let 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 her avoid whatever trigger she wants to avoid. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, man. So, okay. So, listen. We like. I know we could keep going and keep going about Invincible. Let's let's rate it. Uh, Jay, what would you rate Invincible? Um, I would give it a six out of five. <laughs> that sounds fair. That sounds fair. <laughs> Moses Magnum, what would you yeah. rate Invincible? Six out of five. It is for me. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Us. How about you, buddy? I guess we're doing six now. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I, I'm who, who am I to not bow to peer pressure? Six out of five, goddamn. Like, no, it it, it deserves seven. <laughs> it's so good. If you're not watching Invincible or if you don't like Invincible, listen. I, I mean, I'll listen to why, but I won't accept it. <laughs> I won't accept it. I don't know. I'll just be like, pretty sure it's you. <laughs> so, yeah. Mess with Invincible if you haven't yet. It's really good if you like superhero stuff. Like, oh my God, Jesus. 
All right. Okay. I'm I'm done. <laughs> um fellas, anything else we need to like just chat about before we get out of here? Um I did have a video presentation planned for why I believe the um redesign of Adam Eve's shorts was and it's similar to like the effect of a action figure. <laughs> like if you paint a bikini on an action figure, it's easy to see the articulation of the leg. Um, with those boy shorts, yeah, I, the video is not loading, so I can't play it for you. But there's a scene in Invincible where you actually see all they have to really articulate motion in is literally like the butt cheek line moving, like in the S. Instead of being <laughs> lines like this, it's like this, and it just goes like that, and they just zoom out because. It's one of the scenes that they chose to not spend money on because we're going to have that awesome fight next. <laughs> so it, it, they just zoomed out as she went and then just kind of moved like that. And, I, and the shorts made that uh, transition a lot easier. <laughs> so if it was an actual bikini, I don't, I, it would have, it, it would have taken you out of like special effects in Jupiter's Legacy would have taken you out a little bit. <laughs> so. I, I, I think that's a, a fair enough justification. I wish I could have played it for you, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, I See, Jay? See? If she had had her original costume, Jay, you would have given it a five out of five. Yeah. And <laughs> who wants that? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, that, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Look, you got a six out of five even with the boy shorts. I, listen, right. I... I feel like this is everything Jay's been asking for in a show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He gets that, I get a turtle. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mo. I'm used to it. <laughs> Listen, you, Mo, you know what you did. <laughs> you know. You know why you got turtles. Listen, and I, and I know why I got guardians. <laughs> Life's too good otherwise. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. Like, okay. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Who's got the... Oh, I guess I got the wrap up. Here, so. <laughs> El Hecht, give us some final thoughts, buddy. Man, there's a lot of stuff I need to watch. Yeah. yeah. I got to pay some pipers. Pay, pay all the pipers, unholy. Hey, Piper. <laughs> I'll play Roddy Piper. Peter Piper. It's there it pizza. is. That's not going to make sense. To Anas. Anybody pizza. <laughs> Anas, give me some final thoughts, man. Uh, I was a little excited that Clue Master and Stephanie Brown showed up in Batwoman until I saw the episode. I, I don't know why you're still watching Batwoman. Like, I don't know why you're a glutton for punishment like this. Like, at least they're canceling Supergirl. So Jay's the one enjoying it, so I don't know why you're on my case. Because you don't enjoy it. I, I am enjoying it. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, that's your friend. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He has tenure. Jay, final thoughts. <laughs> um... My first album, Foundation, is available wherever you stream music. Well, check it out. What? What? I, under what name? 
Uh, Jay Random. Boom. There you go. Uh, Moses Magnum. Final thoughts. Uh, we got some content coming, so make sure you subscribe, like, hit the bell. And uh, yeah, you're going to get to see Hereditary. Larry watches the trailer for Hereditary. And uh, you won't be disappointed. And if he shows up late for his haircut tomorrow, guess what? He's going to review another horror <laughs> <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, you got that yeah. coming. Plus, you got a uh, fraction of forever coming. Uh, you got a, uh, what is it, Fillmore review coming. So there, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the bell. Listen, Moses Magnum did my job for me for the entire Fantastic Forum. Thank you for hanging out with us. We always appreciate you and your support. So uh, keep doing it. Let us know what you want, and we'll give it to you. We're the Fantastic Forum. We'll catch you next week.